You like that? That's how I always reaffirm myself. Give me another one. Tony Bruno. See? Give me another one. Tony Bruno. <laughs> you say it real fast now? Tony Bruno. Nice. You say it real slow now? Tony Bruno. Can you get deeper? Deeper? <laughs> <laughs> You're a bad man. You're a bad man. Tony Bruno. Tony Bruno. And now. Oh, Tony Bruno. Stop it! Here is Tony Bruno. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome, my children's. How are you today? It's going to be a very, very happy show. Some puffy clouds. Put a nice little tree in here. Tony Bruno and the gang live. Switch.tv Bruno Nation live. Where we thank each and every one of you who listens every day and all the new listeners who join us each and every day. That we, what we do on the show isn't done anywhere else on radio. Certainly not on the over-the-air radio because of the profanity and stuff that we can get away with. Not that we do it purposely to be shock jocks. It's organic on this show. But there's no radio station in America that's on the airwaves that has listeners as loyal and dedicated as this show. Because we're on for three hours. How many hours? Three, Tony. Thank you, Luigi. Is my mic on? Yeah, you're on. Okay, I couldn't hear myself. I can't hear myself with my headphones. That's why. I mean, Tony, what are you in? Three or four? I believe I'm in. Th- is that you? Three. You there? No, honey? I think no. he's in four. Four? Is that you now? You, can you hear right. me now? Yeah, but can you drop me down? Just, 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 just on just, RCH. Just an RCH, Tony. Right. It's Perfect. all about Thank the RCHs, and it's all about that bass. Robin put the Curto protector on the microphone now, so it's I like it. Yes. But now I sound good. I sound clear. Exactly. Yeah, I, I like get up on it. You I look like you're going to do another version of Live Aid, and you're going to go in the studio and do We Are the World. We and put your hands on. <laughs> we are. We are the children. And I want all the people. I want to thank them because this show. Now remember, we're doing three straight hours. Not that we're curing cancer, or not that working three straight hours on a show is a big deal. But remember, most radio shows, in three hours, you're not getting how much content. You're getting like twenty-four hours per minute of content, right? Because they break for commercials and all the other correct, stuff. Correct. We're trying to figure hours, this out 24 today. Twenty-four hours per minute. 24 minutes, I'm sorry. Okay. So they have commercial. 24 minutes per of hour. content per hour, of actual content. Yes. Show, show actual yes. content. Yes. So if you get 24, 48, and then what's another 20? What's 24 times? 96. Three? That's 96 minutes in a three hour show over the air because, you know, that's ha- what happens. You got to break for commercials and stuff. We don't break for commercials here, we don't break for anything. We, don't, we only break for uh, wild animals crossing the street, and that's usually a couple of cool mods here in South Philly are walking around with the... <laughs> leopard print. <laughs> they got this tight, tight shorts on, the flip-flops, the tank tops, and the tube tops. Are the tube tops still in, Robin? I want to go to you for a tube tops. Remember, they, they were a big deal. That yeah. was a big deal. I they're, think that they, they come back. They're coming back. Yes. They're actually they, coming back now. Yeah. They, how do you know? Because I've seen a couple of mods <laughs> out there with tube tops earlier. What do you think? I think tube tops are always in vogue. But you know what? We, and... <laughs> This is what I've noticed. It used to be just the straight tube tops, but now women will wear like 
the bra type tank top underneath with a tube top over That's because begin well no because they've learned that if you have anything over an A cup you you make one f- strong stride forward and it just go bloop and it falls down Boom. which you know not a bad thing necessarily but they're out there now in, in the high waisted yoga pants and two oh, tops yeah yep. that's a good look it doesn't work on guys when a guy wears like pants that come all the way up they like like old guys at a home Playing bocce, they're, they're not you know? that great. But Robin can see I, me in tights. I look pretty good in tights, aren't I, Robin? Uh, no comment. I mean, that's I just that that's a, like shit, I can't, I can't, I can't say that right. about you. It's like Mama talking about her son. Yeah, exactly right. What are you, a pervert or something? No, no, not at all. Not at all. All right, so let's get back to thanking the audience for this particular important stat. Well, and especially people like Demeco two one five who says that he leaves the show on all day at work at his desk. And you, and people are watching. I think it's a male. I don't know. And and you, and people watch. (laughs) People watch on Twitch all the time now that our content's up there. So later on in the day, you can watch this show back if you're a subscriber. Mm -hmm. You can watch. In fact, our good friend Jackie out there in California. Yeah. Miss Jackie. I didn't even realize she was watching. So she sends me a text. Oh my God, are you really? Did you really just do that with your nose? So she was watching a previous show when I did the sinus rinse on the a, show. The re-rent, re-rent. Yeah, so she texted me yesterday afternoon. I'm going to the store to go get milk for these squirrels, which we'll get to in a second. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, I get a text. Oh my God, don't do it, Doctor Pimple Popper. Are you really going to do that on the air? You're going to do a sinus rinse? And I'm thinking, what the hell are you talking right, about? Exactly. It was yet. Yeah, this was a Wednesday, Hello. and we did that when last Friday, or yeah. we did it earlier. But that just shows you people are watching the Twitch channel, Bruno Nation Live, whenever they want, so they can catch up on previously ridiculous stuff that we've done on this yeah, show. Yeah, no. RG Throne is saying that they leave it on at work. I'm gonna. I'm just have to do this neutral, uh, gender neutral saying yes. because I don't know if they're male or female. The only thing is, but the, the RG pe- Throne leaves it on at work. I leave it off well. most of the time, but then I put it on when I need to. The computer usually goes to sleep during fucking fantasy. That's <laughs> usually when the computer goes into hibernation mode. Are you in sleep mode? No, I'm not. In sleep. I'm in woke mode right now, buddy. You I'm know, excited. You know who's in sleep mode? Who's in sleep mode? The Golden State Warriors were last night. But we'll get. But let me get back to the business here. It says Luigi seems low and a bit off mic. Yeah, you got to give me a little more juice. Rob. Give him a little more juice, but get close. Now you can actually touch that windscreen. I don't want to You can touch put the your mouth on that baby. You can spread your germs, the fleas, the ticks. You can all go the- full conolingus <laughs> on that motherfucker if you need to. No, but that's the good thing because it, you can get as close. You watch these in studios where singers sing so they don't get popping. Mm-hmm. They put those things on. Uh, you ever watch all of these cartoons or all these great animations thing, and you'll right. show the actors doing the, the part. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. they all have that over the mic so that they all are at the, the right distance and don't, when you're getting excited, get too right. close or back up. Well, so that's, only... those are good. We should, I don't need one because I'm a professional and I've done this and you don't hear me popping this on bitch like a lot of people do. You I'm know always what I mean? popping. Moi Although I am popping. And Robin too. But um, but the other reason that they have the, the, the screen on is that uh, especially for animations, they are getting into character and they're doing so many different types of uh, gestations, gest- gyrations, right. and, machinations, and, and they, all those ma- Asians. They have to make and sure. Asians, and Asians too. Well, you know I, mean? I love Asians, man. I would love to do it. It's still- what an Asian? <laughs> no, the, the cartoon. That, no cartoon voiceover work, which you can throw your voice and do not throw your voice, but you can change your voice. And, I can do, do all so sorts things. of different voices, and what, it's my dream. What animal would you want to do? What it does, anim- I don't no, care. I, I, I want to like if you if you were to do an animated if this was to be an animation show, if this show was to be animated, what animal would you be? What animal would Tony be? What animal would oh, I be? Oh, good question. I'll throw it out there to the Twitch board. 
I want to know what <laughs> animals do you think we would be like if we were caricatures? Like, would you be would you be a squirrel? No. Because Tony would be a nut. That's, that's for sure. No, I'm just a squirrel trying to get no, a nut. What could Tony be? I could see Tony as a uh, a walrus. Well, what do I look like? Uh, Greg St- Craig Stadler? Walrus? No, no, Remember no, no. Craig Stadler, the yes. golf? They called him the walrus. You know, he had the big mustache. And he looked like a walrus. What could he be? Andy Reid is the walrus. Yeah, he is now. Speaking of that, we'll have an Andy Reid update really? today. Really? But let me get back to the original thing so we can Thank get you. this show now back here we on have some Trevor from the 203 says Tony would be a shark, Luigi would be a clownfish. Oh. It's funny to me too. It's funny <laughs> to it's me. It's funny too. to me too as well. I hear you, man. I hear you. Thank you, dear. Uh, and Robin would be a starfish. So what do we say 24 times That's 3 is rule, eh? 96. So 96 minutes on a regular three, and sometimes less. No, no, twenty. You said twenty-four times three. Yes, uh, it, that's seventy-two. I thought you said times four. No, I'm sorry. Se- times seventy-two. So a three-hour show mm-hmm. over regular radio. Mm-hmm. In three hours, you get seventy-two minutes of content. Not even uh, just barely over an hour. Right. That's yeah. That's an hour and twelve, 12 minutes. minutes. Mm-hmm. On this show, which is three hours each day, one to four p.m. Eastern time, three times sixty is what? One hundred and eighty. One hundred and eighty minutes of content. Uninterrupted content and a lot of crappy content, but mostly good content. Right. So now you subtract 180 minutes mm-hmm. of this show versus 72 minutes, and there's a lot of you got to wait and go outside and go get a smoke and come back, or maybe you're bored and you tune out and you might not go back in. So it's another 108 minutes. So we give you 108 more minutes on this show every day because everybody talks about here you get more new and improved. We got more stuff. One hour and 38 minutes extra. One hour and 38 minutes extra each and every day. Whether that you like correct. it or not, whether you want it or not, yeah. it's coming to you. And but here's the, here's the final point. Let me put a bow on this. Wrap it up. Radio stations, and I've been in it. I'm not knocking radio stations, by the way. Nope. We're going to be on a radio station tonight. So it's not like I hate terrestrial radio. I, I, I never want to listen to another. Of course not. It's not what I, I'm giving you the numbers. Everybody wants numbers and stats, right? Here's the stat. Over-the-air radio, three-hour show, 72 minutes of content. This show, three-hour show, 180 minutes of content. And thank you for all for joining us today. So that means 138 more minutes on this show, right? No, it's 101 minutes more on this show. Wait a minute, I hear squirrels. Yes. We're going to get to the squirrel cam in a second. In that fact, was we're the squirrel have it cam. Just... Put a muzzle on that thing. No, the squirrel was very excited about uh, having a new Time follower. Spent... Oh, yeah. See, the squirrel heard the new follower uh, notification that you get on Twitch TV. They heard it. Made it. Someone was making a rain. Yep. And the squirrel was looking for some juice. So let me do, because my math is bad. Okay. So we're ready to determine 180 minutes versus 72 minutes. So you subtract 72 minutes from 180. That's 108. No, you subtract 172 from 180. Yeah, that gives you 108 minutes. I thought you said 101. No, 108, Tony. So 108 minutes is one hour. And 38 minutes. And 38 minutes of con- more content. Not just total content. Of content that you don't get anywhere else. So my point is, and here's the best part, because in radio, they worry about audience listening for 15-minute increments. It's all about, can I get that audience member to listen when I come back from a break so I can get another 15 minutes counting as a half hour of ah, listening. Ah, okay, okay. On this show, which is documented. We may not have the, the big number of listeners yet and viewers yet. Well, we just we're, started. I know that, ago. but we're working toward that by giving you good content every day and an option. Yes. This is what we're all about. Everybody wants choices and options. So again, I'm not knocking other radio shows. I'm just giving I am. you I'm just giving <laughs> you 
hard stone cold hard facts. That's and, all I deal with. And, and you know what? And because we give so much more. This is the time in the show. There's going to be three of them. This is the one, the first of three, Pimps. where you, um, we ask Pimps. all of the people listening right <laughs> now easy, to share the show. Now, the reason follow why, the show, follow, share, and subscribe if you can. Mm -hmm. The reason why is because, and the reason why we ask you to share every single day is that. People watch at different times, mm -hmm. are following you at different times, so they don't always see it. So, so you can, you can, if you watch a, uh, a rerun of the show later on, if you're a subscriber, you get to watch previous content. Uh, you can still share it then, right? Even yes. though we are not on live Correct. at the time. So anytime you're watching any of our stuff on our Twitch so channel, always remember what Tony says: sharing is caring. Yep. And sharing often means you love us big long time. And the other thing and is one of my favorite sayings of all time from the great Vince Shlomo. You follow me, camera. No, no, that's oh, a different God. thing. I'm sorry. You follow me, camera guy, which has now been usurped by R. Kelly, right? Because Vince used to say on the Shamwah commercials, "You follow, you me, follow me, camera guy." Yep. And then R. Kelly took it next level. Oh, he went completely next level. Because you follow me, camera guy was great, but there's nothing better than R. Kelly on the CBS Morning News dropping this classic. Is this camera on me? That's exactly. the best. Is this camera on me? <laughs> so if you're, is this, the camera's on me. It's on all of us here. And the bottom line, to add up all of the stuff that I can't add, our show in three hours every day, what makes it special, I, I guess, for, to, for it to prove success, is that our average time spent listening on this show, three hours, people are doing stuff, right? Nobody, you know, on radio shows, you go to a commercial break. You go on. You run to the bathroom. It's like watching a TV show with commercials over the air TV. Even if you even if you DVR it, you're then going to fast forward and stuff, or do whatever you have to do. Mm -hmm. You stop. You can stop the tape and go to the bathroom and stuff. But when on most radio stations, if they get you to listen for a half an hour, that's like you get major ratings for that. Really? Half an hour out I of know. three, you could be number one based on 15 minutes of one listener who has a diary or a PPM machine which is how they rate television. On this show, we know raw numbers. Based, based on, on uh, time spent listening, we would be like number one in the market. We would be, be number one in the world. There would be parades <laughs> down Broad Street. We would have to get the police department, everybody, to throw a ticker tape parade what? for us with Actually, this kind of... The way the PPM meters work, because of the fact that we have, uh, I, I don't know exactly how many we have listening per show, but based on that, one person, um, one PPM meter represents like, like hundreds of thousands 2, of people. people or 10,000 people or whatever it is in the market. Mm -hmm. That means that we are having like a million people listening. Because if 20 people have these PPM meters, which they use now to determine who's listening and how, the, how many people are listening. So you could have 20 people listening to a radio station, right? And if one person drops off and changes the channel and goes to another one, that radio station loses a ton of listeners because that's how it's all broken down scientifically according to the numbers. Our show, every day, we know how many people listened. And the bottom line, which, which I believe is the most encouraging sign, and that's why I want to thank everybody, is the average time spent listening of our three-hour show is two hours and 14 minutes out wow, of three hours. nearly the duration of the entire program. Well, like, you know, give it to, but 40, yeah. two hours, any radio station in America, if they had time spent listening of two hours and 14 minutes out of three hours, Bye. they would be number one and would never lose that position. So, again, 
I, I, I got some people knocking me. Well, you don't have a lot of listeners. Or follow- That's because we're starting this up. And we're working hard to earn and our listeners and followers. Right. And we're also trying to train people because so many of our audience that knew us from other locations exactly. and knew you from terrestrial radio, et cetera, et cetera, have never heard of Twitch. They should. Exactly. And, it is, and they will uh, soon because it's going to take over the world as far as talk radio is concerned. But... Uh, now we're just getting everybody educated, which brings me back to if you haven't found the share button, if you're looking at the video right now in the bottom right hand corner, there's the little share or there's like a triangle thingy. Mm-hmm. It's like anything. Just it's like click Facebook. on that and it'll allow you to share to any of your social media. I find it easier to actually copy the link and paste it. For whatever reason, when I do the regular, like if I hit click on Twitter, it doesn't allow me to um, uh, look up. Uh, uh, Twitter handles and, right, and right. add photos or whatever I want to do. So I actually click the copy link and then paste it everywhere. Now, we live in an era where pretty much everybody knows about Facebook and Twitter, even if you don't use it. A lot of people are still on Facebook, and they know about sharing, right? So it's, it's pretty much similar. If you're on any kind of electronic site or any kind of digital site. Retweeting. Retweeting like that. or Instagram, whatever you do. You share, you like. You know, you, you subscribe if it's a subscription service. Ours gives you the advantage that if you're an Amazon Prime member, you get this show for free. It's four ninety an actual four ninety nine a month uh, value. Absolutely free. And there's no you don't pay any separate separate shipping and handle, just like Amazon Prime. Comes right to your door. Boom. Right to your house, your bedroom, your office, your buck house, wherever you want to watch or listen. Buck it's house. there for you. Uches, whatever you want to call it. Ooh, yes. The shitter. You can take the show anywhere. Which is normally full. In fact, on the streets of San Francisco, people now s- sleeping in shit are listening to the show on a portable electronic device. I can't wait to get into that shit. They don't have anything it. else. They got the poop, but at least you know they have a phone so they can listen to Twitch. And I, and I feel bad. I'm, I'm not going to knock people who are homeless. It's not their fault. When you live in one of the richest cities in America, San Francisco and other big cities where... It's not about that they don't have any people who make money who can help these people or politicians who care about these people. It's the fact that every day you're seeing all these poop things on TV and maps of how many people have called in to report human waste on the city streets. It's, 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 it's unheard of in this civilized country that we have that going on. now. I'm not, this isn't a political rant. This is just trying to understand how this is happening, how people are living on the streets. And I know why it's happening in San Francisco, because you can't afford to live. And the same people who are the woke people who are telling everybody, hey, you know, we're one of the most progressive cities in America, which San Francisco definitely is. It's the birthplace of liberalism and people who are supposed to care about the well-being of those less fortunate. But because so many people are so rich and so many people want their Pierre de Terre and they want to make sure they have their condo or beautiful apartment, what do they do? They start tearing down all the old buildings, building new ones, and those people who lived in some of those lower-income areas are being forced out. And where do they get forced out? They either have to move to another state or live on the streets. Because as you said, and as I know, if you don't make at least $150,000 a year, the, uh, the, you the, cannot live anywhere in San Francisco. The poverty Sorry to line. interrupt you while you guys are discussing. Yes. Do I have time before you need me to uh, put up some of those other sound things to go 
uh, warm up some milk. Yeah, we'll for BS warm it up. Okay. Yeah, we're, we're BSing here. Well, what do you got? What do you got upstairs? I need I need to go warm up some milk because warm it this up, one little Chris. guy is starving and is screaming. Yeah, we ha- I'm starving and, too. What do you got? And let there? me point <laughs> out. <laughs> let me point out that it, it, for those of you, because this is one of the more popular features on any show. What's that, Tony? Animals, yes. animal videos. You know, you, I, I, I look for cat video. I don't even look for them. Every day on my stream. We well, always search for snatch on the on Well, no, no, not that kind. Okay. Every day you look around, and every day on my stream, I follow all these people who post animal videos, dogs and cats and chickens and anything, anything that's cute and cuddly. I'm not talking about those kind of videos. Okay. Not, not, I'm not talking about animal sacrifice videos. We just had Bill on last, but we had Asher on yesterday. I, I know. I'm talking about actual animals. Exactly. Wildlife. No, I mean, just animals are great. Animals are beautiful. And so whenever I see like a dog with puppies, or I saw one this morning with a, a dog with a bunch of chickens, little baby chicks sleeping sure. with them, and the, and, the, and, the, and the headline was chick magnet. You get it? Uh, yeah, I get it. And so, but it's not words. about being funny. It's about adorable animals. Because there's no way you, like you yesterday freaked out when Robin saved two baby squirrels again, which we've done in our street because we care about animals. We care about everything, our communities and everything else. So two years ago, we had five baby rabbits that were abandoned. Squirrels, Squirrels, I mean. Mm -hmm. And their mom either got hit, electrocuted, walking on wires. You know how it happens in the inner city. Tough tough place to grow. So then when the mom dies early in her life, uh, or after her kids are born, those, those, those babies have no way of getting nourished. You know, they're not going to go out and look for nuts and, you know, they, they don't know yet. Because they don't know what to do. They right. know their mom is feeding them and trying to bring them to adulthood so they can live on their own. So yesterday, two, uh, two baby squirrels were brought to our attention. And Robin, of course, being, she basically should be the Wonder Pets. We may have to play the Wonder Pets theme. Can you look that up, Luigi? Because I know Robin's getting the warm milk. Yeah. I ran out last night at quarter to nine before the Monster Pet Store closed. Because Robin was so concerned, and I was, that we were out of baby milk or, or baby animal milk. This is the the subs. It's like Similac for infants, right? It's basically milk that you feed an infant or or a dog or a puppy. Right. Or this is this is specifically formulated for um, little puppies whose mom has either died or rejected them for whatever reason. Exactly. And um, it's the only thing that is safe. The other thing that you can feed uh, baby squirrels in mm-hmm. a, in a pinch is Pedialyte, the unflavored yes. Pedialyte. Um, to hydrate it. Anything else that you give them would actually be really dangerous and would cause them diarrhea, which would get give them more dehydration. Now, Robin, are you Tuck, Lin, Linny, or Ming Ming? Um, well, you're not Ming Ming because you're not Asian. Right. No. Because well, you know I mean, the Wonder Pets. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. There's an animal in trouble. Actually, two of them. There's an animal in trouble somewhere. Oh. Thank you, Trevor from the 203. Just subscribed at Tier 1. Thank Dude, you so much. That gets you front row. Listen. Wait, look. What? It's a baby squirrel. It's a baby oh, bird. it's a baby bird. Oh, uh, we got they, have... they do have baby squirrel. Uh, yeah, they save okay. all animals, just yes. like Robin. Now, somebody somebody wrote on here that if I were a cartoon animal character, I would be the mama bear. Yeah, you would be the mama bear. I could, I could be the mama bear. Or, the or, only people who share better than this show and save more things are swingers because they know all about sharing and caring or pretending that they care because they just want to share. Just take one and pass. <laughs> take one and pass. <laughs> take one and pass. Not slingers, which are, have you seen the commercials for Sling TV? Oh, no. my God, they are so funny. There's a, there's a, they're actually actors from other shows. I don't sure. know. They're familiar actors, but I can't figure out who they are. 
Well, the one woman is from uh, Will and Grace. Okay. I don't remember what her name is, though. And so she's, like, supposed to be the sexy woman, housewife, and her husband's, like, this, you know, dude. And, it and, almost and, looks and like Zach Galifianakis. It may be. And they're in makeup, and she's all dolled up, and they're supposed to look like swingers. But they're slingers. So Sling TV. I remember I was one of the original first uh, voices for Sling Boxes. Remember when Sling Boxes came out? Sling yes. Box was one of the very first generation. No, not that Sling Box. No, it's the Slingers. This is the, the commercial. Uh, a Slingers? Yeah. yeah, so we'll play the commercial. But so their, their whole bit is they got people over their house and they're like, yeah, you want a sling? And so she's like real sexy. Slingers welcome. Slingers welcome. They go outside and they're yelling at their neighbors who are walking down the street. Hey, we're going to sling tonight. You want to come over? Bring, them, bring the kids. And so the whole premise is they're Slingers, not Swingers. But everybody thinks they're swingers because of the commercials and the way they do it. It's actually brilliant. It, to me, it looks like it's, it's, the, it's the, you're right, it's, it's the one female from Will and Grace. Mm-hmm. I think it's the guy from Parks and Rec. Is it? Okay. Yeah, let's play it because I'm sure everybody's seen you it. You want to play the commercial? Yeah, let's play the commercial. Right, slingers. Are you a slinger? Damn right I am. It's, no, it's Nick Offerman and Megan Mullally. That's who it Megan is. Megan Mullally. I knew That's that. Right. Right, okay, so for this. And they're actually married, Wait, according to uh, David Price. David Price says... They actually, Nick Offerman and Megan Mullally are actually married in real life. Oh, are they? So maybe they are slingers, but they're hilarious commercials. And whoever wrote these is great. You got the commercial? I have it, but my planner is Robin playing with the squirrel. Robin's feeding a squirrel right now. We got in priorities here. All right. Slingers can wait. They usually don't get active until at night. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You can can play this while I'm doing this. It's fine. Okay. Now, will his show up on the video screen too? No. Okay. So we just listen to the audio. People have seen this. Just play the tape now. We like to let folks know we're DTS. Down to sling. Hey, Cynthia! You and Bruce want to sling tonight? Uh, we just... I'm... Sounds good. Bruce, bring your mom. See you there. We're going to go all night. Yeah. We're slingers and proud of it. Deal with it, nerds. Sling TV is the live <laughs> you love. So you anyway, that's the whole premise. That's it's pretty funny. I wonder if the average person watching that gets it. DTS. I'm usually down, down to sushi. To swing, That's why I, I DT. I'm down to sushi. That's Beautiful I man. I, I, now, I, I as heard you can that see, uh, these little guys are just starving. I know. Now let's go live. Now let's break into regularly scheduled programming because, as I was saying, everybody loves animal videos. We have live animal action here. This is like the old Tonight Show with Johnny Carson, where you know somebody would go over from the San Diego Zoo and bring an animal on the set, and then everybody would go, "Oh, ooh." Do you have a close up on the baby squirrel, Robin? Yes, I do. Uh, I think people are probably more interested in looking at your boobs, thinking that you're breastfeeding this little squirrel. But Robin, right now, ladies and gentlemen, if you're just joining us, you're not getting this anywhere. You're not getting this on The View. You're not getting this on The Real. You're not getting it on any daytime nonsense. Maybe Animal Planet, but not live. This is Robin, ladies and gentlemen, saving the baby squirrel who is in trouble, saving another life, showing how much... How many do we have, two? Got two. We? What do you mean, We? You. Who's this we? Well, Jared Hoff, which happened to be Tebow's pretzel on Twitter, yes. which we know our buddy. He sends me the Urban Dictionary uh, definition of squirrel. Squirrel? Yeah, which is a promiscuous man whore who constantly <laughs> seeks sexual pleasure, which he calls a nut. Bingo! I've been a squirrel. Hey. I'm, I'm the squirrel this pot. That's what I, I would be a squirrel. If I was going to be a, any kind of uh, animal on the show, right. I would be a squirrel. Bob from Valley Forge has a good one. He says, is a barnacle an animal? I'd be a barnacle. According to National Geographic, barnacles, those things that you scrape off the boats, have the largest penis-to-body ratio in the animal kingdom. 
the penises can go up to 50 times the length of their body, which is insane. That is insane. I got to get Bill Asher back on the phone and do some barnacle porn. I mean, if these suckers have 50 times the... I mean, Dan, there's nobody in, 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 in the valley. There's nobody in porn history who can say that. Not even Ron Jeremy when he was young and supple enough to reach over and do himself. <laughs> so that would be like a six-foot-tall person having a 300-foot-long penis. And yes, Bob, you are exactly right. You cannot get this type of information on any show, on exactly. terrestrial radio, on the Science Channel, on NASA TV, or anywhere else. Did you hear that? Did what? you hear that job I played yes. for the, the more, more you, you know. know. <laughs> I know what it is. The more you know, the so, dumber you become. Exactly right, Tony. <laughs> I, like, I like somebody said, we haven't named these guys yet. I know. Luigi, no, you're good at naming them. Somebody gave a yeah. recommendation that this guy should be named Rocky. No. Why no, because it's the whole Rocky no. theme. I was going to do with that. No, yeah. Rocky, it's Rocky really? the Squirrel from no, Bowling Ball. No, no, it's corny. Rocky the Flying Squirrel. These suckers can't fly or else they'd, they wouldn't be down on the ground looking for somebody to feed them. Rocky could fly at least. He was a flying squirrel. Are you done? These little babies here, they were just cast aside. They were like a baby mama's daddy just walking away from the kids. Mm-hmm. Oh. You know what I mean? So Maury and Povich over here. They want more. I am not the father, by the way. And Robin is not the mother. Although Robin's a midwife. She is She's a sort midwife. of like a wet nurse. No. Would you describe yourself as a wet nurse? I love no, my nurses. A wet when nurse all wet. <laughs> means that I would actually be breastfeeding. I know. I'm trying to think of the term. Oh, is that what the difference is? A wet nurse is, it means that the, yes. the, the wet breast A wet nurse actually breastfeeds babies with their own milk. Yeah, they it's like a substitute mom. It's like lactating Latinas. Have okay, you seen those okay. movies? There's a lactation you know, station right around the corner. The wet nurses were way more popular back in the olden days when they didn't have bottles. I understand. I got you now. I, I just I didn't know what a wet nurse actually meant. I just yep. I thought it was something different. How about uh, let's get down to the business something now? Really so, well, Robin, anybody wants to watch the squirrel cam is always on, right? So I we will, have a, I will effort it to be on. I mean, I, I love will... that. So we have a separate camera. Remember when we had the kittens, when Lily had the first litter of kittens, seven little baby look at, kittens? Look at, look at this little guy. Look at the hands. Right. My, my wanna... screensaver on, on my soundboard uh-huh. is, is one of the original kittens was George. That's George right. George the kitten, when he was a little incy-wincy, little teeny tiny little kitten, just came out of the womb. Yep. Out of Lily's womb. It was on my desk, and you see him all nimbly-bimbly just walking around my computer. It's beautiful. And we man. had the kitten cam, and they were active. And then we took them on Fox 29's morning show. Mm-hmm. We had a basket. A and cat put cam. A cat. And so what they did at Fox 29, they actually had a camera on the kittens the entire show and would put it down in the lower box. You know how you see like different mm-hmm. stuff and you want to make sure that something is always on. So they had the kitten cam on the entire show and they had the highest ratings like of the year for that one show because no matter whether who the guests were, people always wanted to see what the kittens were doing. Look, man, I, I can't say it. I don't want to say it. Good, so what are you going to say? You were an animal hater now? No, I was going to say, when you put pussy on, I mean, sex oh, sells. I mean, on, sex sells. What are you going to do? I mean, what kind of pussy are you talking about? <laughs> we're, we're talking, talking about, about cats. pussy, black no, no, pussy. No, you, now you got to play that, boys. I, I mean, it. it's just... It's the greatest thing ever. It man. is. In fact, we were. you should have played that for Bill Asher yesterday. I should have. What he said about all the women he has access to. And I wanted to say, but you weren't... Because you weren't there at the time. No, you were there, but you didn't have a chance to load it. And I don't like to spring stuff on you like that. Here at the Diddy Twist, we're slashing pussy in half. What do you got? What do you got? We got 
smelly oh. pussy, we got hairy pussy, bloody pussy, we got snapping pussy, we got silk pussy, velvet pussy, nalga hide pussy, we even got horse pussy, dog pussy, chicken pussy, come on, you want pussy, come on in pussy lovers, if we don't got it, you don't want it, come on in pussy lovers, attention pussy shoppers, take advantage of our penny pussy sale, <laughs> if you buy one piece of pussy at the regular price, you will get another piece of pussy of equal or lesser oh. value for only a penny. Oh. Be pussy for a penny. If you can find cheaper pussy anywhere, fuck it. Not since Crazy Eddie. That's the salesman <laughs> of the year, right? Absolutely. There. God, I, I think if, if he had only had been, if, if only Robert Kraft had been around, then he would have been safer. Although he would have been hacked to death by the zombies no, once he got inside the. You would have uh, Robert Kraft <laughs> in the back going, "Yep, yep, 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 yep." <laughs> That's even, the greatest George Clooney movie ever made. I, w- I would I would have to agree. And that of course and that of course was Death till Death from Dust Death till Dawn. Dusk till, till Dawn. Dusk till Dawn. Quentin Tarantino. Great Zom zombie movie. Uh, the cast is great. And that was Cheech Marin who plays multiple roles in that movie. Yes, he does. But the whole scene in front of the uh, in front the of titty the, twister. <laughs> the titty twister. That's the name of the bar. Is the titty twister. Robin, you've seen that movie, right? From Dusk till Dawn. Whenever it comes on, yes. I watch it. You know because it's the, worth it. Not only is it a great Selma movie. Selma Hayek's yes. dance is the most erotic oh. thing ever. Look. And there's no nudity in her part. I mean, the other strippers come out and they take everything off because it doesn't matter because they're probably working at a local club. But Selma Hayek, you know, she's a woman of elegance. She's I ain't gonna lie to you, man. She what? got me through my entire teen years. I mean, I'm I, telling you that right now. That scene was oh, unbelievable. It man. is the most sensual, sensual scene in cinematic history. Not since Gina Lola Brigida was taking off her stockings. In one of those old black and white Italian movies. Remember that scene? Yeah. What was that movie called where Sophia Lauren sits on a bed? And I think it was, you know, who was the great Italian actor that was in all those movies with her? Marcello Mastroianni, maybe one of those maybe, dudes? I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm not really prevy on, on, on those movies at all. They're available everywhere. I understand so I that, but okay. I'm, not, I'm just not prevy on them. What's the matter with but, you? But, but, you talk again. about spending your, light, your childhood, check it out. Because back then, when you saw a woman on TV, you never saw boobs. You saw like sexy lingerie, maybe, and that was risque when Sophia Loren was peeling Sophia off the Loren stockings. Sophia Loren is probably top three most beautiful women to ever oh, grace Selma this planet. Hyde. But you know who she's married to, right? God, dude. And who's she married to, Robin? She's married to the billionaire that just donated 130 million dollars for the Notre Dame reconstruction. cathedral reconstruction. Who the fuck is that guy? You think she's going to marry some stunad, broke ass loser, Selma Hayek? She could have anybody. It's okay. She didn't marry some broke-out, broke-ass punk like Luigi or yours truly. I can give you love. Exactly right. I can't give you money, baby. But I can give you love. You're damn right. And I make a nice chicken parm, too. <laughs> well, it tastes so good, man. Damn right. But let's get down to the business. Now. Finally! <laughs> now, we got one of the babies. Now, Robin is now stimulating the yes. baby squirrel. Or is, this, or is the squirrel stimulating her? I don't no, know. No, 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 no. So when they're really, really You're going to burp young, it? You put it on your shoulder and burp it? There's a lot of animals that have this. Cats, puppies, <laughs> uh, so kittens, puppies, and uh, squirrels. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't know how to eliminate themselves. They don't know how to pee? Well, the, Everybody knows how to pee. They they can't do it by themselves, and there's a purpose so are you, for this. So are you actually stroking that? Is it a male or a female now? How do you know it's not going to ejaculate? I actually don't know. Oh, okay. I don't know. It's hard Just to Just rubbing them. it by the... But you have grabbing to stimulate it by the, their Are you grabbing it by the pussy, Robin? Come on. Who do you think you are? Donald Trump? I'm putting it to sleep, oh. apparently. No, but... um. You'd put me to sleep if you were doing that and rubbing, my, rubbing me that way after feeding me a nice warm bottle of milk. Shit. 
Who wouldn't? <laughs> there is a, a biological reason for this is that uh, any kind of elimination yes. would attract... That's too loud. Would um, attract predators. Predators. And so if they were to eliminate willy-nilly while the mother's away and wouldn't be able to protect, right. it would attract predators. They're like so. leaving a scent, like football right. players just do when they pee on the field and mark their spots. Right. Right? You mark your spot. Except animals have no choice. If they if they pee and then the scent comes and there's a, a predator. And speaking of predators being eliminated, Nashville predators are yes, going. Yes, of course. And there's a draft in Nashville tonight, Tony. That's, that's right. It's draft day, everybody. And Billy Thirsty, Squires out here stroking it out. Thirsty Thursday. The squirrel cam is live. And last night, I'm up uh, late last night watching basketball and the Warriors just really didn't show up. And we'll get to that in a moment. But I'm turning around all the sports channels. And ESPN, and I get it. This is what we all do. Except I'm not going to do it today. Okay. I'm not going to do a mock draft and call people in different cities at radio stations. You know, it's, it's a tradition on a lot of stations. Sure. You know, the guy from Philly calls the guy from New York. And now the Jets are on the clock. And you get some slapdick guy on the radio station to make the pick like he's the general manager. And it's all fun and games until somebody gets hurt or until somebody's wrong, which is usually like five minutes into the actual draft. Did you see the tweet that I put out there? Which one? I put out my... my, my Did you put out a mock draft? Yes. My, 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 this is the official Luigi Curto 1.0 mock. Is this the 1.0? I'm this up to like 4.0. This is as accurate as you're going to get. And I put numbers picked through number 1 through 32. Nothing but question marks. Exactly. You want to know why? Because no one knows what's going to happen. You man. will nail it. So ESPN last night was done, doing a mock draft show, and they were using their own people in a studio and doing the whole thing. The New York Jets are on the clock, except they didn't wait the 15 minutes. So they waited a couple minutes, and they did the entire first round, bringing guys up to a podium, making it look like it was oh, the real for NFL God draft. Sakes, man. And again, I get it. You got to fill airtime when you're 24/7, you know, you got to fill it. And there's slapdicks sitting home and, and jerking off to it. And again, that's what slapdicks do. There's not nothing wrong being a slapdick. Yeah, but all you do, it's I don't know, whatever. Never mind. Right. Are, so I am not going to do and it's not just ESPN. I mean, the NFL network. This is what it's all about. That's why football is the only sport where they keep you hooked 365 days a year. Okay. When the season ends in the NFL, you know, it's still the dead of winter. There's the tweet. I, I love it. <laughs> I love that tweet. Because let's be honest. It's, to me, it's like fantasy players showing me who they picked, who they got tonight. I don't really care who you got tonight. I don't really care on Monday how your fantasy team did, because the only person that should care is you. I care. Yeah, you should, because it's your team. Mm -hmm. But I'm saying, to tell the rest of the world how you did in fantasy... Does anybody really care? Seriously, and I'm not knocking fantasy players, but it's all about self-emulation. It's all about, hey, man, I'm really good. Well, I mean, listen, why do most people do anything anyway? It's, it's, it's for I do it just for satisfaction. We do it for trophies. We do it for awards. We do it for I do praise. it for trophy chicks. I don't do it for trophy dudes or a little... Oh, this is not like this. This is a trophy that matters. I'm like... But I'm like That's Billy... a trophy right there. That's what I do it but for. But when we do this, though, when we sit down here in the, in the cellar and we, and we get down to the business, I'm like Billy Chappell. I do it for the love of the game. Me too. You know what I'm saying? I do it for the love of the exactly. game. Now, now, I know they went through, like I said, they went through that whole spiel of doing a mock draft, complete one through 32, and we had NBA stuff to get into as well. Now, are you going to at least, are you going to at least make a make a pick on the number one pick for today? Yeah, we'll get that, but I'm not going to, if you No, no, we're not going one through 32. No, if you're listening to see what I pick from one to 32. You listen to the wrong show. And then give you all the draft scenarios and all that stuff, you come to the wrong place. Listen, I love the NFL draft. I've hosted probably 15 of them. Correct. I mean from start to finish on national radio, on ESPN, back in the day when it was Saturday at noon at Madison Square Garden. 
Then when they realize, hey, what are we doing this on a Saturday at noon when nobody's up and nobody gives a shit? Now they do it prime time. And here in Philly, it really set, Philly really set the stage for blowing this thing up to the levels it's become now. We had the art museum. It was an amazing draft the here. The spectacle that was. Yeah, and then, of course, they did it in Dallas. And now tonight, they're doing the same thing in Nashville. Now, you've been to Nashville. Their whole downtown is it's buzzing. It's brilliant what the NFL does. They get people to care all year long. Like, just really, what has happened other than free agency, which is always fine in any sport? But who's now the NBA does a big deal with their draft. The baseball draft, nobody even covers because nobody even knows but these it, people. It, it, the, the, these poor kids. The NFL has become a 12-month Exactly. Sport. And they got people hooked on it. Mm-hmm. And, and give them credit, man. You know, it's like, it's like a drug dealer. It, I mean, it you, really drug, is. You give somebody a little bit, they say, I'm Jones, give me some more. Tony, it's sick. I mean, it's it's all they talk about all day long at nauseum. That's what they're supposed to do. What else are they going to talk about? How many times can you say, what did LeBron James think of the shot by Damian Lillard last night? I'm just talking about the the Uh, society in general. Of course, because we want to, you know, we're... we're, Let it breathe, man. Just let it breathe every once in a while. I I don't care what they do. They can do whatever they want. After the draft is over, I don't want to hear about football for three weeks. No, I don't. I want football on my phone, just like I want this show on my phone. I don't want to hear about football for three weeks. Watch baseball... Watch some basketball. Go out, play with your kids. Do your fantasy team tonight in the. Uh, no, no, no. I, I'm a, I'm in the hole. I'm in the hole for 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 a month after the draft, and that's when I get into the bunker and I do all that. But I do not reemerge until I take a month off. You got to have some time to yourself away from it because you can't. If you're still, in, sounds like you've been spending too much time with yourself, pal. Like people watching the mock draft on ESPN at midnight last night. <laughs> I ain't lonely, homie. I'll tell you that right. All now. right. Anyway, enough about that. But we'll have a draft coverage here. I will tell you. What the, the By the way, the Arizona Cardinals are on the clock. Correct. And the question is, Nicky Bosa, who's now been, uh, they found out he's a racist, mm-hmm. or Kyler Murray? And I'm saying neither. Okay, you may be right. But that's pretty much it on far as guessing what happened. Because people can't even guess what the first pick's going to be. How are we going to guess what pick 25 is or Look, pick all, 5 all is? All it takes is one team to jump up, and it changes boom. everything. And Done. then boom. But that's not going to stop us from doing our show tonight. No, how no. Ma- We're going to head out to the Great American Pub in Conchahawk in Pennsylvania. Conchi, as they like to call it. Conchi. Uh, not Joe Concha, the TV critic for The Hill. <laughs> not Love Joe Conklin. Guy. Not Joe Conklin, who's phenomenal <laughs> as well. Conchi. So anyway, Robin is now just uh, completed But we'll be out nursing. there six to eight live draft six coverage to begins eight. tonight. The draft starts at eight o'clock. Mm-hmm. We will be cranking it up at six with folks having fun. Harry and Aton will be doing their show live on 97.3 ESPN, so you'll be able to hear it on their app. We're going to bring, uh, not this whole setup for our Twitch, but we'll have not, some Twitch coverage. We're not bringing the squirrels, by the way. We will not be bringing the squirrels. I'm coming, though. Yeah, we, he's a squirrel. I'm a squirrel. We got a chitrula. That's just a yeah. different species of street creature. The chitrules. But I got my Stunad shirt on today. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be wearing this Stunad. No, I'm going to wear, I'm gonna wear some, uh, some home colors tonight. Home colors. Yeah, I'm gonna have my little my my Eagles team. My what, Eagles do you, what do you wear? Uh, I'm wearing what, this. What I'm wearing the Tony Bruno shirt. You bring no squirrels, really? No, I'm in a rush. No, After we I'm get not. done this program, I gotta go home, shower, get changed, drive to Conchi, get do this draft thing, and then leave to go to Cleveland in the middle of the night. Oh good. Usually people are leaving you. Cleveland in the middle of the night. I'm going into Cleveland in the middle of the night. Ridiculous. But from six to eight, you'll be live. Tony will be will be cutting they'll be cutting to Tony doing uh live in in draft uh Expertise coming. I'll be through. doing cutaways. Cutaways. I'll be like the. I'll be like the. I'm trying to think of who I. You know, when you send it down to somebody else in the war room, 
Be one of these slapdicks who, but except our war room sick is going to be fun. I want you to be the guy on Iron Chef, the Japanese one, like yeah. Scuzan, and they go Scuzan, Scuzan. The Iron Chef is now putting some squid, and he's slapping it around. And he's throwing some soy sauce. Yeah, but the soy old school was the best. Scuzan, Scuzan, Scuzan. Oh, it'll be fun. But you, you might be, you'll, you'll be taking some pictures and things like that. No, we're going to go live on Twitch in the war room. How? Because we're going to use a phone. Oh. That's a good, we're not going to, because there's no way we can break down our equipment here mm-hmm. at 4 o'clock Eastern time, load it up in the family trucksters, Hell no. drive all the way to King of Prussia, and have it ready to go at 6. It's now not you, humanly possible. You got me in? You got to get, I got you. I'm right the, now, I'm got, I got you on, uh, I'm on, on the, the bubble. Fringe. I'm on you're, the bubble. You're on the bubble. I'm on the bubble. You're like in the NCAA tournament, you know, team 68 yeah. and 270. Yeah. I'm Montana Maybe, and Rhode Island right it now. Depends, I'm on the uh, it depends on whether you can yeah. win the play-in yeah. game during the yeah. show. This is my conference tourney right here. <laughs> you're the Tuesday night play-in game, all right? <laughs> Thanks for the right to get my dick kicked in by North exactly. Carolina. Anyway, <laughs> we get down to the business. So we'll give you some draft stuff. I think Harry Mays is scheduled to join us in the 2 o'clock hour. Oh, he's hour. coming on too with us? For a pre- he better come on. I t- texted him, at son of a bitch. Nice. He's on the air right now, but as soon as he gets off, we have summoned him. Look at the tip jar right now, by the way. We are breaking news. Everybody in the house getting to That thing's full, too. I think another jar out there. Robin, bring down another snifter. Snifter? snifter? Well, that's Joe Bryden's a snifter, actually. <laughs> he's announcing today he's running for president. <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> Our buddy, Barbecue Beef Balboa. Did a Photoshop for me. It's a picture of me. Everybody has the Joe Biden meme, you know, where he has his hands on the woman's shoulder mm-hmm. and he's like smelling her hair. He just did he did one for me with me sitting there and then Joe Biden with his arms on my shoulder from behind sniffing my bald head. Nice. It's pretty funny, Robin. Trevor, Trevor from the 203 says, Luigi is the last four-in team. But, yes, but I'm the kind of, when I get in, I make noise. You know what I'm saying? I make some noise. I'm no, dangerous. I don't want to say Luigi's, he's not even NCAA tournament ready. I'm he's NIT. A, he's an NIT guy. Are you right? kidding me right now? It's I'm NIT. a PTP, baby. <laughs> or the, what are the other I'm ones? Dandy. What are those other stupid tournaments that they, the ones you buy in? Uh, there's a CAA and the uh, NC23, and there's a couple of stupid tournaments where they just try to get teams that don't make the tournament to, to play in their own gyms and draw 20 people to go watch it and win some championship that no one will care about. The most I'm getting to is NCAA 2K on PlayStation. That's damn right. It. See, Tony puts me down, but I, but I know I'm my stuff. putting you down. Not I the NAI. No, there's, there's like the CES. Seriously. NCAA tournament. The Old and, Spice Classic team. Well, I love the old. I like athletes in action. Yeah. I think they're marathon oil. By the way, talking about people were joking about the Nets the other night. Our good buddy, Eric Cohen, who's the official Uber driver of this program. He was talking about how the net CBI is one Mm -hmm. of them. That's right. And then there's another one. There's two different tournaments. There's just four postseason tournaments in in men's basketball. The LBI, not the LBI. Long Beach Allen's. Exactly, man. It's a lot of. So Eric Cohen was saying he was saying that uh, watching that Nets performance as the Sixers blew them out in advance of the next round against Toronto, Nate Ben's reliable could have could have given the Sixers a better game. And now you got to be old school Philly to know that one. There was a place called Nate Ben's on Market Street near the old porno theater. Nate Ben's Reliable. It was a furniture store, and it was called Nate Ben's Reliable. And Nate sold furniture, and he had his own basketball team. You know, he'd have guys playing for Nate Ben's Reliable team. You know, there's a lot of local teams. Nate Ben's Reliable team for reliable furniture. I get it. It makes sense. So, so, so because Eric's such an old school Philly guy like me and remembers all these classic junks. He really is. Or Johns. We didn't even call him Johns back then. Nate Ben's reliable. I don't even think they're in operation anymore. Right now, they could beat many N- NBA teams. They could, they're better than a lot of the teams in the D-League, G-League, F-League 
whatever the hell that league is where pretty much nobody, where people go to end their careers or hope to find a career. But you know what? At least it's a place for these guys to play. I have no problem with because the NBA doesn't really have a, a legitimate minor league system. NFL doesn't have a minor league system. It's college football is their minor league system. Baseball has a real minor league system, whether it's college and then the real minor leagues when you get drafted or picked up by another team. So enough about that. But Squirrel Cam is in full effect, Miss Robin. Uh, we're getting the word now. Except it's in that uh, in, in a carrier. You can't see it. Don't we have like a glass container, like a, a, a fish tank? You can get a Nate Ben's Reliable Basketball T-shirt right now. Oh damn! Vintage I gotta get one. You can get one. Tony. It's old school, man. I'm it gonna is rock really one of those. Old school. I'm gonna rock one of those babies. How much is it? Twenty four dollars. Twenty four. Is there tax tags? A destination charge? Are they made in the in the good old USA? No. It's an outrage, man. I can't see the tag though. I'm trying to find uh I don't think they're in business. They're on that same block in Center City, Philadelphia on Market Street where the old porn the forum porn theater was. Mm-hmm. Not far from where that that uh that store burned down, which is now a memorial to the people who died. That was uh was it a uh it was a good will store. No, it was no it was it was a uh was wasn't it, it was a good second hand something, right? No, it was uh what's the other one? The, it's, it was a well known chain of places where you bring donations and you can go in and buy. So there's Goodwill and there's a couple of other ones. So to make the store more popular, they made part-time workers, like employees out of Eagles Kickers, Tony Franklin, right, and, Fr- exactly. and, Mel, and Mel, Mel, Bridge, uh, Mel Bridgman. Former Flyer, flyer Great. Yeah, and speaking of in. former Flyer Greats, how about Rod Brindamore? What an incredible job. With the Carolina Earth oh. And that, you know, we got to get to that. Let me get to all the sports now. Salvation Army Store, that's what it was. That's the, oh, okay. It was the Salvation Army Store because there's Salvation Army, there's Goodwill, you know, there's, there's all kinds of places that take donations and then have a retail store where they sell that money and, and give the do- uh, proceeds, or some of them at least, to a charity. Goodwill, Salvation Army, you name it, all in Arizona. What's the place you'd like to go to, Robin? Savers. Savers. It's the saver that you crave. But anyway, let's get down to the business. I want to get down to, let's start off with baseball. Not because it's the Phillies, but there were a lot of good baseball games. There's some hot teams, some cold teams. But to me, the Bruno Nation Best Bitch Slap of the Night Award. I'm going to have to give this out every day. You know, we used to have Alcoa Presents. You make the call. Well done, well done award. The well done Alcoa Presents the Fantastic Bitch Slaps of the Night. Now, you know how much I hate. I hate the unwritten rule of baseball that if somebody gets hit, the other guy comes up, has to go down, right? It's a stupid thing. You're throwing a weapon at a player. And it's acceptable because that's what's been going on forever. Okay. We're worried about you know singers in the '30s singing not, a let's song. Not get into that. No, I'm, I'm, I'm giving you I'm, I'm giving you an analogy. Okay. We're worried about what singers in the '30s did, which is wrong, but it was the '30s. But we still have no problem with something that baseball's been doing for a hundred years, which is the stupid retaliation thing. It's called Neanderthal. It is. It's stupid because you're dealing with human beings here. You know, when a hockey player checks a guy under the boards and they start pushing and shoving, that's part of the physicality of the game. But in baseball, where there really isn't any physical contact, unless you're sliding into home plate or you're sliding into a base or a wall making a catch, There's no reason baseball be- is not a contact sport. Except it, for the bat and the ball. Yeah, and that's hard enough for the players to do anyway. Correct. Making contact with a baseball. So anytime somebody does it, I don't care if it's my team, your team, their team. I hate it. But I, what I loved is I love the way you get back. You know how you get back at somebody who throws at you? You do what happened last night. Up at Shitty Field in New York, 
Phillies have been playing like crap, so there's no defense. They have been dog meat in the last couple of weeks, yep. right? The Mets have owned them up there at City Field. They've three. owned them here. They took three. They took three out of four. Yeah, exactly. The Phillies were about to be swept by the Mets up there. So what happens? The night before, they lose nine nothing, and they got their heads bashed in by the yep. Mets, right on Tuesday night. Five one of the night before. Mm-hmm. Five one, but nine nothing. And then during that nine nothing game, the Mets ahead nine nothing have their pitcher throw at Reese Hoskins. So what happens? Last night, the Phillies are up 4-0. Let me set the stage for you, and then we'll go to the tape. 4-0, top of the ninth. Guess who strolls to the plate against the same pitcher? Reese Hoskins. Jacob Ram. And let's go. Here's the 1-1 pitch to Reese Hoskins. In the air, left field. McNeil going back at the wall, leaping. Gone. Another homer. His seventh. But this is not just any homer. Remember yesterday, what we just showed you after a ball over his head? He is taking his time running the bases. Oh, my. That's how you get back at a pitcher that threw one over your head, taking your time, letting him know that your presence is there. Yeah, that's not just any home run, indeed. So he exacts a measure of revenge with that two-run blast. So Hoskins gets his revenge. Beautiful. I love this. That's what you do, yeah? That's what you do. That's what you do. You dig in and you say, okay, big boy, come on, throw it over the plate. Let's go mano a mano. Boom. And that is, that's the kind of way. But you know what? I guarantee you there are some smug, pompous-ass writers and radio dicks in New York who think that what Reese Hoskins did was wrong, showing up a pitcher. Of no, course. that's right. Because if a pitcher throws at your head and you saw the pitch the night before, the ball, if Reese Hoskins doesn't duck out of the way, He's dead. we could have a guy dead on the field or at least knocked out. I hate when people get all in an uproar about people fl- flipping bats, doing whatever. I'm all for it. Who cares? Let these guys have fun. It's like spiking a football when you score a touchdown. Exactly. No, I mean, no, seriously. Let's think about it this way. People celebrate people when they say, I want to spike the football when they cross the end zone, right? What's wrong with them? Flipping the bat. It's the same thing as spiking I agree. We talked about this last week when Bryce Harper flipped the bat and What's people the went crazy. They went crazy. And I'm like, dude, that's all. We, we did it in the NFL. We told guys that we're having too much fun. And then after all the ridicule, they got to do it. But see, what Reese Hoskins did was right. And by the way, they timed it. You know how long it took him to get around for, around the, to touch them all? What? 43. I'm not kidding. They actually timed it. And they know the actual times of all guys on all their home run trots this year. That's how much minutia they break down. Thanks to fantasy and all these OBSs, OPP. Are you down with the OPP, WAR, and all the other stats? It's ridiculous. The actual time, if you were, I think he made the showcase showdown. 34.23 seconds. 34.23 seconds to round the bases. That's how slowly he did it. His previous slowness was 23.82 seconds to get around. Because most guys trot a full trot. I wouldn't have even done that 
I wouldn't have done that last night. I'd have did the worm. What would you do? I'll tell you what I'd do. I thought of something immediately. What? I thought of what I would do, and it came from one of the all-time great movies. Let's go to the tape. What are you doing? I'm getting bad. Better get bad, Jack, because you ain't bad. You're going to get fucked. You're bad. They don't mess with you. <laughs> yeah. Hey, home. Get down. Hey. You a little too bad, ain't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do some of these. Right on. Right. Hey. That's right, that's right, we bad, huh? <laughs> that's right. We don't want no shit either. <laughs> Damn right. We don't want no shit. You understand? Uh, we don't take too much shit. Take a little bit. We don't take no much shit. Damn right. We take too much shit. We take a little bit shit. Shit. Oh man. That's a sachet around the, around the bases, man. God, what a great movie. What two great actors. I know. God, that was one of the all-time greats. Anytime the two Stir of them crazy. were Remember that? Stir oh, Crazy? Great. Classic, man. That's what I... Here in South Philly, you know what we used to do when we were punk kids and you thought you were badass? What's that, Tony? We'd do the stroll. You know, when you get up and you're like, you think you're cool and then you just... Let me stand up and do a demonstration. It's basically you're walking slowly, but you're getting the... Put your right arm out. I don't. I guess if you're left-handed, you'd go left. But you get okay, your arm I out. got the full screen going on. So you so get Tony, up you and you go, can I do it? Can you yep. put me on the, on, the, on the full screen? You're on the full screen. Right, so here's what you do. You get up and somebody does some shit to you. Where's the camera now? It's You're right on. There. You're on, man. You on. You follow me, camera guy? You on. this camera on me? Is this camera on right now? Except you might want to tuck your pockets in because that looks dorky. No, that's good. That's even better. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll pull my pants all the way down. Robin, can I play music over this, please? No, yeah, get some music in there. Something. Get some music. I can't I do, do that. You have the control. See, I don't know if you do something in the Northeast, but this is a South Philly thing. Yeah. And it's I, anywhere. I just thought it'd be funnier yeah, than we this. We can't hear you, Tony. In any hood, you do this. When you grow up in the streets like I did, when you're not some white, privileged, suburban pussy like Mike Missinelli, a woke-ass punk fraud, Let's see this is what strut. you do. This is the strut. This isn't the mummer strut. This isn't the (laughs) Soul City strut. This is South Philly, bitch. This is how we roll. All right. Somebody gives you disrespect. This is what you do. (laughs) What the hell is that? It's even better when it's getting played over top of electric slides. (laughs) (laughs) Listen to this, though. Listen to this. Playing the entire time. You do it slowly, though. You just got to make sure you pump that one hand down. Right. And then you got to bend a little. It's like a George Jefferson with a little bit of flex in it. Yeah. Can I? Can I just tell you something? What? You looked like the white dude in Stir Crazy. <laughs> That's how bad that we was. Bad. We, we bad. bad. We ain't gonna take bad. no shit. We don't take no shit. We take a little bit of shit, but no big shits. All right. And you know we don't. Who we don't take any shit from? Stinking, dirty, rotten bastard New York Mets pitchers. Some ginger-looking mo- mofo. Did you see that punk-ass ginger dude that threw at him? This guy, Jacob Rame. Did you see it, Luigi? No. You didn't see the picture? Oh, I guy, saw him throw the thing. That's what yeah. I'm saying to you. Jacob Rame. He's some ginger-ass, red-headed, red-bearded pussy thrown at a guy's head. 
And I got to give, and, and, and you know who you have to give credit to in a 9 nothing game? Reese Hoskins. I would have taken the bat out, and I would have gone, I would have just absolutely busted his face open, and the red beard and the red hair would have been spewing all over the damn mound at shitty field in New York. But here's the difference, New York fans and Met fans and Yank Me fans in New York. Let me say this to you right now. You listen to me, and you listen to me good, suckers. The difference between Reese Hoskins and people who live in New York City, you know what the difference is? What's that? Reese Hoskins walked around New York. Most residents are running the hell out of that goddamn city. Because you got a commie mayor, you got a shithole city, it's overrun with crime, your taxes are out the yin-yang, nobody can afford to live there, and an average of 80 people a day are leaving New York. When you, uh, when you run out of New York, they still have to pay the tolls? Absolutely. I'm just, I'm just making sure. Go through the tunnel. It's like you got to bring out, you got to bring out the... The American Express. <laughs> you gotta, it's a car note to get into it's New York. It's a car note? It's like a monthly car note. <laughs> Listen, I love New York. This is just sports fun. But the it, fact that this shit still goes ridiculous. on in baseball, it, I, I, just this warning a guy. Oh, I, I, you, oh they gave him the warning. Oh, what, what, what's the ump do? He goes out. Yes. Goes to each bench. Next time somebody has a ball thrown at their skull and it doesn't crack... If it cracks, we may give you the immediate ejection. Right. But if you just hit the helmet, it's okay. It's part of the game, boys. Hey, what happened to the sifter jar? It's empty now. It's not empty. We had to refill it. Yeah, this is it's I think what happens after it reaches a certain point is it adds it to the bit box. In the bit box. The bit box and then it it redoes. Not the bang box. Not the bang bus. What was that dumb movie that was just What was the movie about the box? The one with the, it was on Netflix. I don't know oh, Bird okay. Box. Bird Box. Bird Box. Wasn't that the Bird, Bird Box movie? I think so. Where you like, you can't look? Yeah, we, yeah we didn't the, I never watched it. I don't like we Sandra Bullock. I don't like Not her a either. big fan of Sandra don't, t- don't get me wrong. I'd bang her like a screen door in a hurricane, but I'm not a real big fan. The only fan. bus Sandra Bullock was going on was Speed. Exactly. Oh, yeah, a, that's a bus. That's a, that's a good movie. I love Speed. I like Speed. It was a good movie. The original. And then the I did some Speed afterwards movie. for the second one because I couldn't watch it. It was so Speed stupid. Speed 2. Speed 2. That's one where you stop at 1, okay? Just stop at 1. It was Speed 2, Broad Street Subway Boogaloo, yeah, I think they Speed called it. Speed 2, Electric Boogaloo. Ridiculous, man. People are bringing their damn... Seriously, you think I'm joking? I, I tweeted that last night. At least Reese Hoskins walk... Uh, trotted slowly around New York mm-hmm. when everybody else can't run out of there fast enough. Thanks to your communist mayor, Bill de Blasio, that same piece of shit that you reelected. And you know what? You get what you pay for, New York. And actually, you don't get what you pay for. If everything's so stupid, no, it's, no, it's, it's expensive. It's ridiculous. Speaking anyway. of Electric Boogaloo, how about Sweet Lou? Sweet Lou Williams last night in Golden State, Tony. It's a good thing the Sixers bum-rushed him out of here. Yeah. Because, you know... You don't need a guy like Lou Williams on a team that doesn't have a bench or doesn't doesn't really require the best sixth man in basketball. Yeah, in the four rest years of, running, no exactly. big deal, right? And Instant maybe, offense, and maybe a, one of the all-time best six men in history. Jamal Crawford may be close to that because he's been around longer. But Lou Williams, I mean, my, this guy's thirty points a night just off the bench. He's a, he's amazing. He really is. But the Sixers, they didn't need him because they had the process. Don't get me started on that. Well, crap. no, they didn't. They, they, it wasn't that they didn't need him. I know it's that he would hurt the process because he would help it, them it, win too it, many it, games. Exactly. Exactly. But he went off last night. Yes, he did. So did I. I was up late and it was you know, quiet. Robin was upstairs <laughs> sleeping. Jesus. Tony. I had to watch hockey action game seven, another brilliant game seven. We'll get to that. But let's get to the NBA. That's right, because now we're going to game six. I gave you the baseball. And there's a lot of other things going on in baseball, too, which I'll get to. 
like the National League West, the St. Louis Cardinals, the New York Yankees are hot. I will never refer to them as the New York Yankees anymore. It's the Yankees. The New York Yankees. Because you know what, New York Yankee fans and everybody in New York City who follows the Yankees and all of you people in the Bronx, they're the Yankees. Because they got yanked by a nitwit and succumbed to bullshit fake hoaxes. Like most people succumb to fake hoaxes. Well, it's a joke. That's what a hoax is. It's fake. It's not real. Anyway, let's go to the NBA, shall we? <laughs> Please. Give me some damn NBA. Let me get my NBA. I got music. you. No, I need my good NBA. I'll give you the NBA on NBC. No, it wasn't on ESPN was last ABC. night. Baseball that was ABC. Was on. That was ABC. That it was wasn't NBA. on ABC. It was on TNT. I don't have the TNT. Oh, I, I do have, have the TNT. I have the TNT. TNT it's the best basketball theme I now. I know. I have it somewhere. And I like all of them. I like the original NBC. But I, I, like just, the, I got TNT. Let me give you a T right here. Is it dynamite? It's great, man. Thank you. And Robin, when you say I'm too loud on my thing, I can't control it. You have to control I forgot that you were doing it from the computer. So last night, no. while you were probably sleeping, while you probably went outside to do one of those strolls in your neighborhood watching Reese Hoskins stick it up, that ginger bastard, Jacob Rain. And I usually like gingers. Don't get me started. But not ginger dudes, except for, of course, Carson Wentz, because, you know, he's a good ginger. Not a fan. He's got a bad complexion. But anyway, what happened last night? The Houston Rockets. Huge favorites. Right? Eight and a half points. That's pretty big on the road. And then, you know, because Utah, they, were home. they, were they home. can rise up every once in a while. In fact, the Jazz played pretty well in that game. Houston was sloppy. You know, they couldn't do anything with the ball. They were playing great defense. You know, they had 12 assists and 12 steals in that game. That's yeah, huge. And 12, blo- no, 12 blocks and 12 steals in that game. Even though James Harden couldn't, have, couldn't hit the side of a barn with a fistful of rice early in the game. But then they... They, they cranked got, up in the second half. They cranked. They cranked it up. And in game five, they win it by seven. And if you had the number, you lose. If you had the Jazz with the points, you win. You win. So a rare underdog covering because most of the underdogs in the NBA playoffs have not covered. It's been favorite city yep. through most of the first round. For the round. first round, it normally is. Though. Yeah, but, yeah. but so then why don't, they, why don't they adjust accordingly when they make the lines? Because, because everybody was just pounding the favorites in this series. And I'm sure they were pounding them last night too, right? And I'm sure they got nailed. So anyway, in this game, some interesting things happen now. Because the Rockets advance, and who are they going to play? We don't know. And what's interesting to note here, as Vin Scully used to say on Dodger games when he would give you a little anecdote, post-game, of course, what was everybody being asked? The players. James Harden. That Capella guy. Clint Capella. Clint Capella. Mm-hmm. CP3. Mm-hmm. They're all being asked about, you know, who do you, you want, want next? Right. Who do you want You next? want to play the Clippers or do you want to play the Golden State Warriors? And, you know, everybody said the same thing. Well, you know, we don't know who we're going to play. It doesn't matter. Blah, blah, blah. James Harden says, hey, you know, we, 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 there's no, we can't control that. We'll play whoever. But then again, the funniest part was when Clint Capella went out with that little spot in his head there. Mm-hmm. Now, he's from where? What country? Because he's not an American. I think he's Nigerian, I believe. It's all the Nigerian guys. These guys are amazing. Right. So Clint Capella's their center. And CP3 is a veteran, right? Because Capella's a young guy. He hasn't been around the league in a long time. No, Clint Capella, I think it's his, his third year actually in the league, second start. Yeah, but he's not what you would call a household name. No, he's not a household okay. name. No, no, not yet. No, I mean, people in Houston know him. If you're an NBA honk, you know him. But so he's sitting up on the podium. Robin, you ready for this? So on the podium, on, from left to right, Clint Capella and then CP3. I want you to listen closely to this because they ask both guys, hey, 
You want to you want to rematch with the Warriors? I mean, that's really the team you want to play, right? Because yeah, they're trying to go right. because what they're trying to do is go with these people in the same into time. saying, "I want the Warriors, man." So somebody took the bait, and it wasn't CP3. Let's go to the tape. Assuming it is the Warriors next round, how do you feel about your chances? And what kind of are the the, the keys in your mind? We should wait, shouldn't we? Is that little early? No, because that's the question everybody's wondering. Well, I know. But it's early. <laughs> it's early. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously, we'll see what happens. And if they come out of it, you know, it's going to be a great series. All right, now stop it right there, Robin, you know. because that, this is a sequence. So that's the coach. Right. Remember when he was here in Philadelphia for a little bit? Good coach. That Italian guy out there. D'Antoni. Mike D'Antoni. Right. I had some of that the other night at the uh, and local. Nostratonis. And Nostratonis. <laughs> right. So Mike D'Antoni is the coach. He's asked, so we're going to run, run the sequence of the three people on the podium. I thought we just had the one clip part. Sorry. That's no. okay. But then when I realized, you, this is the sequence as was aired last night, a post-game right. on NBA TV. So they always have the coach come out first. Ma- Mike D'Antoni comes up. You hear what he's saying. He's like, he wants to avoid the question. And then after him is James Harden, you will hear and see. And then it's Clint Capella and CP3. CP3. Listen and contrast the differences on how they answer the question about whether they want to play the Warriors next. So we're going to get, so we're going to, I think we're going to get Harden's reaction next. Yes. And then we're going to get, CP3. we're going to finish Mike D'Antoni because they try to goad him and he doesn't give anything because he's oh, a yeah, great. Just run it back. Well, okay. Yeah, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I guess we're going to run it back. <laughs> you know how good they are. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I can't follow that one. That's tough, <laughs> isn't it? I'm here nightly. So. <laughs> we all good. The next series uh, could be against the Warriors. What do you guys have to prove in that series? We'll find out what happens after the game. Um, yeah. I know it's not set yet, but what do you think about the possibility of facing the Warriors in the next round, facing them again? Yeah, the I want. I want. This is. That's what I want. Um, I want. I want to face them. And, uh, oh man, you're gonna be all over Bleacher Report. Man. No. <laughs> it's cool though. It's, it's what it is. Um, so uh, no, I'm going gonna get ready for that. Um, we and we'll be we we've been working on it last. We've we'll been working on it every, uh, all year long. Been working on it all year long. So uh, I mean, I think that if you, if you want to be a champion, you gotta be the champion. So right. at some point, you got you gotta right. do it, right? Yep. Make sure y'all put that too. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure y'all put that too, because CP3 knows how the game works. He's a savvy veteran. And he knows that if you say, yeah, we want the Warriors next. You know, if Clint Capella says, we want some sons of bitches, yeah. we want revenge. It's all fired up. Yeah. But, but then, so, and so somebody will take that quote without listening to and it or watching it. Right it. The clip. Yeah, and so like, what are the Warriors going to do? They, they, they're gonna, they have to play. It doesn't matter. These guys don't really think that far. But if you're the Rockets and, you know, and you're, you're thirsting and you may have a shot now, a legit shot, not just to go to the finals in the West, but to actually beat the Warriors. Because let's be honest, the Warriors are good and they're still the champions. Still not done yet, though. The Clippers are hanging in. I know that, but the point is that the Warriors may, for the first time in a while, may be vulnerable to a team that now knows how to pay defense like the Houston Rockets do. So here's the best part. So then the Warriors, they only have to blame themselves for what happened last night. Because you remember what happened Sunday when they won and the Rockets were up three games to none, and then they won game four, the Warriors, on Sunday and they blew them out, and they, you know, everybody's saying, okay, it's going to be Warriors. What are they going to say? It's going to be Warriors against the Houston Rockets. It was pretty much a done deal, right? right? And it may still be, but it's not a done deal yet. Not yet. Because this is what players do. And get them, it's not that they get themselves in trouble. It's just stupid. But you want, to be, you want to be confident. I have no problem with guys being confident. So on Sunday, 
afternoon after they uh, they were you know they they won the game and they were up three games to one and it looked like this was going to be the elimination sensation tonight, right? They're going back home, and they should win the game, right? But what happens is Clay Thompson on Sunday said, "We see our opponents; they're up three nothing. Don't want to give them any more rest time." This is what he said Sunday, without the other series even being over, and so. This isn't the day when, as I mentioned, you roll the ball out. As good as the Warriors are, they just can't roll the ball out, even though they're superior to the Los Angeles Clippers, and just expect to go sleepwalk through there and win the game, right? Because they're they're at home. They should go out there and dominate. They should have won that game. But give give the Clippers credit, man. Absolutely, man. And you know what the the Clippers got for motivation? That quote. That quote, when when a team dismisses you because you're down 3-1, to And the Clippers have some players. It's not like they're dog meat. Well, don't forget, that first quarter last night, it was 41 to 30. It was 78 points scored in that first quarter. And the Clippers hung with them the entire way. And the the Warriors weren't playing any defense. And listen, and you know I love the Warriors. But the bottom line is, they mailed it in and they they underestimated their opponent. Yes, they did. That doesn't mean they're going to lose the series now. They're going to go to a game six. Instead of wrapping it up at home on their home floor. Yeah, they got to go on the road to do it. And then you got a guy bragging about, you know, not bragging, but he was saying, you know, hey, they're pretty much done. We know who we're going to play. We're going to play Houston. But to be the man, you got to beat the man. And I'm saying, woo, right here. Woo. That's what they're saying. And you know what? So after last night, they go back to Clay Thompson, who made those comments on Sunday that, you know, hey, we know we're going to play. Right. We just don't want to give them extra rest, meaning the Rockets. Well, guess what, Clay Thompson? You gave him extra rest. A whole lot. And now you got to go back to L.A. on Friday night, brah. Let's go to the tape. We have tape of this, too? Yes, we do. we got a lot of tape today. That's what it's all about, man. This is prep. You think nice. I just we just roll out of bed and come down here? No, this is Lou Williams right here. This, no, this is not Lou Williams. I asked Robin this is Lou to Williams. get me the Clay Thompson thing. That's Lou Williams. <sighs> well, I'm sorry, Robin, but Clay Thompson is, I said, I want Clay Thompson... After the game, and I, I don't know if this was in a sequence, but I, I had it marked. That's you, what I wanted. I will go back and see if I find that. It's Clay Thompson pretty much. Uh, don't worry about looking for it now because the bottom line is he said, well, it doesn't matter. where you got to go back to L.A. now, Clay, for game six, right? It doesn't matter where the game is. We're going to have to go out. We should go out there and beat him by 30. You know, and that's confidence. Actually, the one that you sent me, this is the clip that you sent me. Well, I apologize, Em, because I know what I wanted Clay Thompson. I was try- I'm upstairs with the walkie-talkie, so here's the clips I want. And Robin's down there working her butt off, so I don't want to be, I'm not scolding her. Did he really say we're, we we're going to win that game? Yeah, I, I want to find a cut. We'll find it. Hold on, I'll find it. It's, it's Clay Thompson, and I'm not ripping Clay Thompson. I'm just giving you the, the kinds of things you read online and blogs. So I watch the post games, and I get the clips that I like. And because we don't have like 50 people working on the show and pulling highlights and things of that nature, we do the best we can. But he basically said, I'll paraphrase it if we can't find it. He's pretty much said, they said, well, you know, you, know, you talked about that the other day, you know, that uh, you don't want to give the Rockets any extra rest. And then you go out last night and you know, come out tonight and play the way you did. And, two days off. And now you just gave him more time off. And then they said, but you got to go back to L.A. And he said, it doesn't matter where the building is. And again, he's being confident. He's no, the defending I, I, champion. He's right. No, but he's right about that, though. It shouldn't matter where it is. It doesn't matter. No, right. where it is, but, but but you don't lose at home in a closeout game, pr- pr- particularly if you show up and play the way you're capable of playing, and your opponent, who's let's be honest, I'm not knocking the Clippers, but they're not supposed to beat. They're not supposed to beat the Warriors. And they, you know what they've done? They've beaten the Warriors twice in their own building, exactly as double-digit underdogs. Fourteen and a half last night. That's the thing. It wasn't like these these Clippers. 
won a game or stole a game they should have won at home, which everyone could expect, okay, they got one at home or they got two at home, where they, you know, pardon the pun, they clipped them at home. They did this on the road. Exactly. The Golden State doesn't lose at home, not in the playoffs. They don't and, do and so that. And that, so that goes back to my original Great. point is... Another wireless. The point is, is that the Warriors are good, and they're the defending champions, but they just aren't going to be able to go out there at this stage of the game when you got a really good coach and you got some good players and Lou Williams coming off the bench with instant offense, and then you're just going to roll it out there and say, hey, I just show up. They have it in Not a different j- format. I can't pull it. Okay. And so you got degenerate gamblers who are like laying the house on Golden State, laying the points last think night, about, right? Think about how, how bad people got hurt last night just taking Golden State money line. Oh, yeah. Again, I don't care about the degenerate gamblers, even though they're our best listeners, our best customers. I thought we were like father and son. I'm a degenerate. What's the matter with you? No, there's nothing wrong with it. We discussed it yesterday. I'm but I'm saying I don't care about the gambling. The point is the players. The players know. You're home. You should like the Sixers. They came back home in a closeout game. Took care of business. Yeah, because they know the Nets aren't as good as them. And they made a statement in the game before. And then they came out and said, you suckers have no shot coming in our building. That's what games four and five were. They were statement games. Exactly. And then the game six, you're supposed to close them out. Now, it doesn't happen that way. Just look at hockey. It doesn't happen that way. Now, XSBB King, he's mentioned earlier, he said, the Blazers versus the Bucks is my personal opinion. And if that happens... ESPN's going to have a shit fit because no one's going to want to watch that. Yes, they will. It's but the NBA Finals. He's saying KD is out after this year. And I agree. I think Kevin Durant is gone this year. I also think Paul George is going to be gone. How about John and Ringo? Oh, no. John's already gone, but Ringo's still around. You got it, John, his, Paul, yeah, George, and Ringo? Ringo. Yeah, Ringo and Paul McCartney, even though they don't get together and play as the Beatles. Nobody cares about Ringo, but you know what? I know, but I mean, he was one of the four original Beatles. Well, it was the fifth he guy. He still but got that's paid the same. He's still sitting there living yeah, large. Yeah, isn't it interesting to you that Paul McCartney's still touring as Paul McCartney doing all the Beatles songs. Right. Ringo Starr is still out there doing all the all the Beatles songs, especially the ones that he sang Why on. Why do you is play together, you assholes? Get together, get a couple of two guys who look like John and George Harrison, and go out there as the Beatles. I can find 20 of them right now exactly. on Cash on Gap. They can keep finding guys who sound just like uh, uh, Steve Freddie, Perry. And Freddie Mercury. And Steve Perry. The guy from Descent doesn't sound... The guys who do replaced Steve Perry on Journey, both of the guys sounded just like... Steve, Steve Perry. Perry. Steve Perry doesn't even sound like Steve Perry I know, anymore. No, he doesn't. <laughs> but, you know, again, the Beatles are the Beatles and what it is, what it is, and all that other crap. But so this just shows you that when you take something for granted, even if you think like Luigi's going to go out on a Tinder date and get laid, even though that's what Tinder's all about, you don't count your chickens before they're snatched. Yeah, my field goal percentage you know is through the roof. What's that? My field goal percentage is through the roof. Is it really not? Yeah. What's your war? Was my war war above replacement? Yes, yes. Worth above replacement. My worth above replacement? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. We're you still like figuring that, that out. You like that. Yeah, he likes it. I don't bring analytics into the game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going that stuff, man. I so anyway, so. I meet people on the street. I say, hi, how you doing? I haven't looked at the line now for, for, the, for game six tomorrow night in L.A. Obviously, is it going to be a huge number for the Warriors? I think, yeah, because you know On why? the road in a closeout because game? Know why? I think, you don't think they're a little shy now no, in Vegas? No, no. I think Vegas is, is actually going to, is thinking the same way that what you just said and what Clay Thompson said is like, look, enough's enough. We're going to roll this ball. We're, this is a statement game time now. If, they, if, the, if, the, if Houston wants to get cute and they want to play us, we got to show them exactly who we are. We've been laying down, taking this game too lightly. I think Steve Kerr gets the troops in order. And I don't think Steph Curry and Kevin Durant leave this thing in any doubt whatsoever. I think they they absolutely destroy, destroy the Los Angeles Clippers. And, if and right you're now, probably early, right. It is a nine and a half point line. The Clippers are getting nine and a half at home. If Vegas thought any differently, 
there's no way it would be that 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 high at home. No, I agree. And it doesn't mean they're going to cover, but there's no doubt. If I haven't bet on one NBA game the entire season. And you're going to bet on that? I, 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 if gonna, I was to bet one, I would lay cash on the You're going to lay nine and a half, seeing yeah. how how many garbage time backdoor covers we've seen. Yes, I would. Because I don't think there's going to be any. Like I said, I don't think I don't think that the Golden State Warriors leave any doubt, any doubt whatsoever. Uh, I totally agree. Here's with another you. one: if the Warriors lose this game, I got news for you: the Clippers are going to beat them in Game Seven at home. I agree. I if agree. that happens, I, I don't know what's going to happen in the rest of the finals, man. But that will be absolutely insane. If somehow, some way, if San Antonio creeps back in, which I think they're done. They're but done tonight. Could you tonight. imagine the Clippers knocking off the Warriors? In, in, in San Antonio, the game yeah, tonight. Turn out the lights, the party's over. But could you imagine the Clippers going two in a row and knocking out the Golden State Warriors? It, it doesn't seem likely, but stranger things have happened. But in the, in the NBA, let's be honest, it's been Chalk City. There have been no big surprises. Most, yeah, absolutely. And this is why I think the mistake the NBA made years ago was going to best of seven in the first round. Just make it best of five. Just make it best of five. These, there was no, there really no drama in these series. You know, there were a couple of good games here and there. But let's be honest. Were any of the higher seeds ever in jeopardy? You know, Denver was initially because San Antonio, savvy team, veteran team, gave them a little trouble early. Because Denver's new kids on the block, and they're rising quickly. Portland's a good team. They've been rising, but they weren't a surprise. They were favored. No, right? no. Believe it or not, Tony, the Oklahoma City Thunder were minus 170 next okay. year. They were the sixth seed. But, because, but, of, again, because of Westbrook and Paul George. And all yeah, and because those guys have this history. But their history recently for Oklahoma City is they've choked three straight years. Yes, they have. And that's why people are saying, and I saw a big right. I was reading this big column on, on Kevin Durant. Is he on the downside? You mean? I mean, uh, the, Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook, I'm sorry. His three-point, he's never been a good three-point shooter. And now he's even worse than he was before. Yeah, he was over seven in that close. Yeah, game. so he's not a so he you don't know him as a three point guy. You know, Kevin Durant can go back and shoot the three anytime. He can make half. Kevin Durant is a great three point shooter. Yeah, Durant's a, a, one of the best pure shooters in the NBA. Exactly, but unfortunately now for Russell Westbrook, the question is, you really Oklahoma City has to keep him because what else do they have? What well, are they going to get for well, think Russell it, well, Westbrook? Think about it. I mean, what are they going to get for him? He's thirty. Okay, he's 30 years old. He's not old, but he's he's, he's, he's declining in skills and production each year. Not during the regular season. In the playoffs, he's coming up short because he's the face of the franchise, right? He's Listen, Russell Westbrook is a phenomenal player. Is he the face of the franchise? Yes, no doubt about it. So when the face of the franchise comes up short three straight years and gets bum-rushed early in the playoffs... Who are you going to blame? That's the way it works. You're going to blame the coach? Well, I don't know. I mean, there's there's some talks of saying Billy Donovan could be out of town. No, so Billy Donovan does have another year left, and he's saying they're going to talk with the organ. I, they're going to get a better coach than Billy Donovan? I don't think so. No. I don't think so. Billy it's Donovan's not his done a hell fault. of a good job. I, I totally agree. The problem Quinn is... Quinn Snyder's done a good job as a coach. He has done a good but job. But when you don't have the when you don't have the players, you don't have the soldiers to go out there and knock off the opponent, that's what happens. So it's not... Upsets happen. But in the NBA, upsets rarely happen. Right. And, you know, the best teams have been... In hockey, though, meanwhile, it's the exact opposite. And I'm not saying hockey's better because of this. I'm just saying is I don't even I don't ever remember a postseason in any sport where the four top seeds have been eliminated in the first round. It's incredible. It's incredible. The one thing about... How about the Washington Capitals last I night? Know. We're talking about double... It's not really double overtime. Because double overtime Sudden sounds... Yeah, it's it's second overtime because they play an entire period. They clean the ice and come back out. Third overtime, fourth overtime. So, so in the second overtime, Washington was out two nothing. The building was rocking. You're thinking there, there's a Stanley defending Stanley Cup champions. It's over. They got the best player in the world in Alex Ovechkin. Pop the most. They were rolling. They were going crazy in Washington last night. 
They go up 2 nothing, but then the gritty gutty. Not gritty from Philly. No, no, gritty is out there. I think he's, they're going to make a statue for him so that the local fans can be placated by another mythical figure that doesn't exist and never did exist, like Rocky. Like, we like to put up statues to shit that never happened. So they'll not, the good thing about putting up statues about shit that never happened or, like, movie figures is that you can't go back and erase the movie or go back and look for scenes in the Rocky films where you may think he did something racist so he must be condemned. Now, Gritty, if they find out oh, Gritty... Oh, he up a black guy. I'm just... Well, yeah, I mean, that's, that was, but that was acceptable back in the 70s. <laughs> but if they find out, like, say, say they find out Gritty had... The guy in the suit had some kind of issues. Say they find out that Gritty was a, you know, had a criminal record. Don't you have to fire him? Have you seen Gritty? Does he look like an upstanding citizen? No, he doesn't. looks like a thug to me. A big, fat thug. Robin, what are you doing? Especially with those googly eyes, man. Yeah, that son of a bitch is dangerous. But he's all over the place, though. No, he is. Again, I, I love uh, good mascots. Unfortunately for the Flyers, Gritty was the only highlight of the year. Thank God he, for Gritty. He, Gritty was actually, he was an up-and-comer. Because remember, when they rolled him out, he underwent massive scrutiny, ridicule, yeah. googly eyes, even Robin. Give, give Gritty credit. He was up on his skates the whole season. Yes, he right? was. He was up on his skates He all didn't year. choke. He didn't, miss, he didn't uh, miss any power play goals. Remember, the Flyers fired the in-house PA guy. They did. Because they, they were because, clear at all house, man. You know, the, 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 the in-house PA guy, I guess, works the, um, works the, uh, the, uh, the, the lacrosse team's the, PA, too. Was it the, uh, the, the Wings. The Wings. The Philadelphia Wings game. And apparently he made a comment on the live PA, because these guys now are on the mic all the time, instead of letting people watch the game, they got to be pimping something during every break, but that's their job. Hey, now we got the... And, you know, people run out there, and they're throwing shit around. Because people can't go to a game anymore and just watch the game and relax during the break. There's got to be something to keep their attention going, right? I get I get throwing out free shirts and stuff and kids playing hockey, but the, but the problem is that you can go and find something about anybody's past and then use that to determine... That they should no longer, they don't represent what you stand for, which is the biggest crock of lie. You know what? This, that's that's this, that's now the biggest crock of shit. They no longer they no longer uh, fit what we're trying to do. They're no longer pertinent to what this organization stands for. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, this the only other lie that's bigger than that is I didn't come. Yeah, uh, that's the other one. Yeah, there's a couple of other ones. Give me some other good ones. Well, that's not always a lie. I faked no, it. but you would know. You would know that one. I faked it a couple. No, of what's the other one? What are some of the other lies? Guys have a way harder time faking it. No, I don't even do. mean sexually. It has to be alien. Hey, uh, I'll pay you back next week. Let oh, me hold one it. of the best. No, honey, you look great in that. Yes. No. No. Your no. Your ass doesn't look that. You don't look that fat. The we are moving away. We are we are distancing ourselves from somebody who may impugn the integrity and dignity. And cleanliness of our fine organization. To go in a different direction. No, but no, but the, with, the, with the Kate Smith thing, and I'm not going to talk about this. I'm just talking about what we now use as reasons to. By the to way, there's somebody something. really big in the uh, the industry that agrees with you, Tony. Yes, you know who it is. Who? You know who it is. I'll give you. Go ahead, give me a, a thousand. It's about guests. the biggest guy that we know. Oh. Who? Are you talking about Shaq Fu? Yes, indeed. We will have the tape for you next week. Yes. By the way, Swedish Chef 2019 says, is, uh, are they going to go back and find some tweets from Gertie set in high school? <laughs> yeah. He may, maybe, he was, uh, maybe he had beers. He liked beer. Maybe some woman will come forward and say, Gritty wasn't really so gritty. He was a dirtbag in high school. No and again, I, water, Robin. I'm, not, I'm not accusing him of anything. I, I, am not, I don't run with false accusations. I let the other people do that. 
because now it's you're guilty until proven innocent. Well, that, of course, yeah. Don. And so I'm not. I'm I'm having fun. I'm joking around. I don't know who the guy in the gritty suit is. You know, I know the Philly fanatic guys are great guys. I'm just saying this is how this is how ridiculous the whole world has become with doing this kind of crap to to so that you can say the now the new biggest lie, and anywhere, chaos, it, which is we are we are distancing ourselves because this person doesn't stand for what this organization believes in. What do you believe in? They don't believe in anything. They exactly. believe in selling tickets, selling Comcast. Right. Uh, because comp, competing against Dish and Com and and, and FiOS. By the way, FiOS. I have a FiOS update, Rob. We got to get to this one. You have a FiOS update? Yes, I saw it last night, and I didn't even realize it was available. What's one of the biggest complaints about the FiOS? We love FiOS. The internet works great. We got we got the right high back. speed, high yeah, everything. The internet from FiOS is way better than Comcast, as is the pricing. By the way, not real, not by much. Well, but but no, by just, enough. FiOS to... has jacked us up. We're like two hundred and forty dollars oh, a okay. month now. Well, but I mean, I they always start you off, and then you know, when you're not watching and your auto pay, the bills all of a sudden are two forty, two forty three. What's going on on the phone, Robin? My phone just by itself randomly started making noise. Is it paranormal? Yes. Do we have an EMF reader? An EMF Hold detector? On. You know what it started playing by itself without, I, like, I don't even know how to turn it off right now. The sound from your live Facebook feed just randomly started playing by itself. It's paranormal. It. And Facebook app isn't even on. How weird is that? What the hell's that? going on out there? I'll gladly pay you Tuesday for a hamburger today. You may know who made that lie famous? Uh, yes. Uh, what was his name on Popeye? Wimpy. Wimpy, that's right. That's a good job out of you, Bob. But nobody says that anymore. Now they say, hey, can I borrow $10? Wasn't there a, there a hamburger place called Wimpy? Yeah, but Wimpy was the character. He was the bum. He, would always, he was a hamburger addict before it became cool. We're talking back in the 50s and 60s. By the way, Harry Mays gave me an update. Uh, as soon as the show ended, he said that he's going to uh, come on the show as soon as he goes to the bank. Because he has to go to the bank before he goes Take to it the- to the bizank, Harry. So he'll text me. Good. We'll get Harry on before he heads over to the Great American Pub in Conshohocken. I love Wimpy. But the other one is the, the Wimpy was a great lie. But nobody says, hey, I'll gladly pay you Tuesday for no. a ham. Now they say... Hey, let me borrow ten bucks. I'll get you back next well, week, and then they never give you the ten bucks back, and then you have to be ashamed to ask them. Hey, by the way, what happened to that money? I Stores you used to give people credit on good faith. Yes, exactly. Back in the day, you, when, when I grew up here, there was a that little there was a little now. grocery store on the corner, and you go in there, mom, my mom would say, "Hey, can you go get a quart of milk? Put it on my account." Yeah, exactly. And they'd have a little. T- they know the neighborhood, yeah. so the neighbors would go in and say, "Hey, put it on my account," and then you go back the next time and you pay them. Do people do that anymore? No. There's no I'm way. I'm sure there's some places they do. But anyway, back to Comcast and Fios. So one of the biggest complaints about Fios, yes. one of the reasons I wasn't really really thrilled about wanting to go to change to con to uh, Fios from Comcast is the remote controls. Because it's not just the remote control, it's actually their entire search system, their their Ooh, Fios TV sucks. platform on Fios makes no sense. I agree, but the biggest problem the, yes. because everybody has this. Now even Dish Network has it. So when Dish Network and Comcast and pretty much every other service provider has a remote control where you don't have to go through the scroll system and you just say, Hey, find the Flyers game. Right. Find this channel. Which is amazing. So what we have to do with our Fios remote is have Alexa 
next to us and say, Alexa, can you find the Phillies game? Because I don't remember. I've had the same channels. I don't remember where yeah, NBC because by the Sports time that you have like over a thousand channels. You can't remember. But them here's all. the other problem. Like when I ask Alexa, hey, Alexa, put on the Flyers game. She says, I don't know where that is or, or something she, like that. Or she tries to give you the Flyers uh, game Score. update. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like last night. I don't know what channel NBC Sports Philadelphia is. No clue. I know it's in the 500s, but we used to know where the channels were. And so because I'm older, so I don't remember the numbers of nothing, channels. It but well, you should ask somebody, put the NBA playoffs on. She says, I don't understand that right now. Right. It's the NBA playoffs, bitch. Put the NBA playoffs on. Yeah, her algorithm is not quite in Alexa, sync I'm with telling files. you right now, you're losing it, baby. So long story I'm about short, to give you the old heave ho and go file a restraining order against your ass. So anyway, so it's a pain in the neck to use a Fios remote control. Yes. And now they finally realize they're losing customers because when Comcast and Dish Network and all these people who are competing for the same dollars, they all have, they want to make it easier for the consumer Correct. to use the product. And now that I just saw a commercial last night, Fios finally has a voice remote. Now I want to know if you have to, because we have to get all new equipment or is it just, because every we have the whole house uh, multiple DVR service, which is the top tier service. We better, we better not. All you have to do is change the remote. You would think, right, Luigi? It seems if to you be have that multiple room, multiple room remotes. I'm going to call them and I'm going to tell them that you've been complaining. Do you? I'm know not complaining. Who- <laughs> I'm just. I want everybody to have the best. If you're paying the top prices. For anything, you should get the top. You should things. get the best service. The way, yes. What? There's, there's no reason that any cable service should cost as much as it. Does. Oh, well, of course. No, well, that, that's, hello. That's, that's a that whole breaking story. news. I mean, Is that breaking news? But however, you know what? But wait a minute. But ladies and gentlemen, so it is written. So it is done. So let it be written. So let it be written. <laughs> so let it be written. So let it be done. No cable prices. Should there be. is no reason for cable prices to be our. And by the way, the rent's too damn high too. Everything's too high. Did you just see gas prices now went to $3 in Philly for the first time? It's over $5 in some places. But that's always over $5. I've been paying over $3 for a while. No, I just saw it here in South Philly. It finally went over $3 again. I have to put put the highest. Well, I'm not supposed you guys a shitty car. We, <laughs> no, Come on, man. You got to put high test in. You got to go take out a home uh, equity loan. I do have a fabulous Alexa update, though. We have an Alexa update. Yes. Now I have. That bitch bringing some chicks over tonight, or what? I have not tried this myself, so I'm curious to find out from people who do have an Alexa, and or especially one of the Alexa shows. Is there garlic involved? Um, yes, yeah, seriously. But I guess you can do it either audio only or audio and video, depending on what type of Alexa you have. You can um, enable the Twitch skill on your Alexa app and then ask Twitch on Alexa to play the to- the oh. Bruno Nation live, and it'll automatically do it. Yeah, I have no problems with Alexa. As TJ McC- <laughs> says, as I, as I just left the Verizon commercial on Twitch. Listen, I'm not, these companies are all in competition, and you know what they're in competition for? My dollars and your dollars. So I don't, it's not a, and, and by the way, Mr. MRTH says, I guess Comcast pulled the plug on Tony with all the complaints. It's frozen on my side. All you need no, to do is refresh your page. Uh, no, no, I, I didn't. We, we no, pulled no, no, the no. plug on they're Comcast. Talking, they're, they're, oh, he has Comcast, yes. and he's suggesting yes. that Comcast, because I've been ridiculing yes. them over there, bending over for a, a local shakedown activist whose only, his only name claim to fame is going after statues. He wants the Columbus statue. He wants the Riz. So this guy's running for city council in Philadelphia. Well, the guy who strong-armed 
the Flyers, and first the New York Yankees, because he said, hey, the Yankees play Gaga. So he looked at a list of who plays God Bless America, went back 100 years into a Kate Smith's thing, figured he, she, he, can, he can anger people against the Flyers. Well, he's and, going the Al Sharpton route, hoping that yeah. he can so you know, get So he shakes little, down uh... Comcast. He goes to New York, shakes down the Yankees. The Yankees bend over because they're used to being shaken down by creeps like Al Sharpton and the Reverend Jesse Jackson who have made a life of shaking down corporations so that they can get something in return. This and is... in this case, can I let me finish this, please, okay. Robin? And in this case, what they did with the Yankees and the Flyers, one guy did it. He's here in Philadelphia, and I've already tweeted him and said, I'm going to start looking into your background, pal. How about if I, what say, I go back and with my access to stuff. And I've been watching a lot of investigative journalism shows, like this guy on Sunday nights. Yeah, I know. Well, I can can tell you exactly what happened and the reason why this is fantastic for him and... For who? For for the guy that... The The activist? The activist. What's his name? Ace or something. I don't know. He's some two-bit Black Lives Matter. Listen, I have no problem with Black Lives Matter, but when you start using that as a basis to shake people down and get people angry and cause racial discord... When your only intent is not to help the city or your own community, your only your only purpose in life is to anger people to vote for you by claiming that statues are racist, and that's what you're going to do to make the city safer again. Get rid of all these goddamn racist things. They're killing people every night. How many people got killed at the Frank Rizzo statue when he pulled out the billy club from his cummerbund and started bashing people's heads right there in front of City Hall, Luigi? Did you see it on the news? Mayor... Frank Rizzo's statue came to life, sort of like in the, in those nights at the museum movies. Remember right. that? Which at I night, can tell you, at late, it does happen. It does. Those statues come to life. Sacagawea comes out. Well, the guards are asleep. So the guards are sleeping. Sacagawea. Huh? You have my computer turned all the way down. Sacagawea. Who else comes to life? And they go crazy. And that's what happens in Philadelphia. Teddy and I'm Roosevelt. glad. I'm glad one person has the temerity and the balls to make sure. That when these statues come to life in the middle of the night in Philadelphia and start killing people and start breaking into homes with home invasions while they're sleeping and start killing each other in our neighborhoods, this is the way I believe that it will finally come to an end. And, and Philadelphia, there will be no more opioid crisis. There will be no more nightly carnage. There will be no deaths on the street. Everybody will be safe again. Once we deal with the number one problem facing the inner cities and in all of our communities. Statues. The deadly racist statues. Well, this is the thing. The fact that Comcast gave the Flyers, Comcast Yankees gave in to this Asa guy. Yep. This now gives him ammunition for when he threatens and tries to shake down any other companies like Look at what happened. Look, look at. If of you course don't he listen, does. And you know why these companies have you to battle listen, him? If you don't listen to me, this is what happened before. You better. And, and then he's going to ask for a of little. Of course. You know, yeah. That's the scam. That's the I game. Know. That's my problem with it. I don't care if they take a statue. I told them to take the statue down on Friday. Because when I saw the drape thing, I said they're making an embarrassment. But that was all orchestrated. The reason they didn't take the statue down on Friday, because they wanted the impact of having the shroud over it and having activists go out. This guy actually went out there, the guy who did the whole thing, and took a picture of himself with a picket sign that said, under this blanket is a racist. And so they, they, so they post the pictures on all these militant sites, and they want to get people angry and hate one another because they believe that they're doing the right thing by going back into ancient history and, and motivating people to be angry at one another. How is that solving any problems? And again, forget about... The fact that people are accusing me of, of, of siding with a racist. Kate Which Smith's niece. Kate Smith. Stupid. 
Kate Smith's own niece, who's alive, came out and said, this is ridiculous. So a member of the family who's still alive has no say, even though she can come out and explain what happened. They don't want to hear her. They don't want to. And Mike Missinelli. And I got to do it again because one of our listeners wrote Mike Missinelli a note. A very a, nice a very note. nice note. Explained yes. to him why, you know, he's surprised at Mike Missinelli's take. Listen, Mike Missinelli can be neither right nor wrong. I give an opinion. He gives an opinion. Right. But I know what opinion he's going to give. He's always going to give the fake social justice water, white guilt. And there's a lot of guys out there like him. Exactly, because they don't, they don't really right. think for themselves. They know what they have to say, right. especially when you work for the company that is the one that caved. So if you start ripping the company that caved, you're going to lose some brownie points, right? You rip your company. You think they're going to be happy about it? Probably not. No. And so Mike knows that he's still important, even though his ratings are dropping, even though he's losing, even though he, he perpetrated major hoaxes he, he demeaned women who are, are in high positions of power, and he, he ridiculed them on national television people, ESPN people. He ridiculed them publicly and got away with it. Well, he did lose one job at Channel 6 over the last thing because it was somebody that worked at ESPN, and ESPN is owned by Disney, which is owned. So anyway, so this guy writes Mike a nice letter, and then Mike writes back to him. I, wanna, I should read the – because Mike didn't write him any like long responses. He just wrote, fuck Tony Bruno – Nobody listens to him. That's the kind of reasoned understanding that a rich, smug, failed lawyer, white guy who plays at all-white country clubs, hangs out with all-white people in his Jersey Shore home where the only person of color is the help. They're the only people he sees in his, in his little white privilege, white guilt world. He allowed a white guy pretending to be a black guy who I know and is a good kid. Why would he allow that? And then claim he didn't know it was the guy who was calling his show pretending to be a black guy. And then when it was finally exposed, he said, well, I didn't really know. Well, because it gave him a chance to talk like he, was, like he belonged. It, well, yeah, because he wanted to use a guy to pretend he was a black guy and then so he can get down with the fellas and, 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 and be part of the community. He, if you don't realize, this guy is as transparent as the Great Wall of China. All okay, right? I'm he's so a, tired of talking about my. No, Mr. I want no because he's, ta- he's people are writing nice things and, and explaining it to him, and then he takes the cheap shot route and says, "Fuck Tony." Did I say fuck Mike Missinelli? No. Did I say fuck? Now say it right now. Fuck you, Mike Missinelli. You are a worthless white trash, smug, pretentious, elitist. You are the classic example of white privilege. You never are accountable. He actually says that. You are never accountable for, for talking down to women. Women who you couldn't hold their jock straps. Well, you couldn't hold anything of theirs. He, is he not demeaning to women, Robin? Oh, he's very demeaning. He's publicly. This isn't just hearsay. I'm not making shit up. He beat up a producer he at a remote. He ensured that I didn't have a and job. And what happened? Yet. What happened when he beat up a producer? He got fired. No, because but they hid it. They kept oh, it all yeah, secret. Well. They punished him, and then eventually he got fired. That's the only time he's been held accountable. When he did the whole racist thing on the air with a black guy, white guy pretending to be a black guy, and got called out, what happened? Nothing happened to him. Well, Nothing then, happened nope. to him. When he denounced two women, well, I think he national, was, wasn't he? Wasn't the he gave him a week off to go down to the shore and play golf with cigars and and uh, with his uh, other elite, rich white lawyer and doctor friends who are snorting cocaine off their girlfriends or hey. slash wives' asses? Not for nothing. In the That's poker a good deal room. if you can get I it. Say Not for nothing. I'm just we don't. Give that loser another moment of our time. It's just not even worth it. And he's a lawyer and a failed lawyer. So I don't want to. I, I don't like to go against because you know, Robin. 
I have worked with so many people in my career, and I have never said a bad word about anyone. And the only reason I'm taking this approach now is because I got tired of it when I worked there. And then he keeps telling people who, who write him letters, all this, uh, Tony got fired because he didn't this have is, any ratings. I mean, people hear you for the last couple of days. You've you've been mentioning. No, I haven't quite mentioned it since last week. But now the only but, reason but I was the bringing it back, you bring it back because people uh, don't uh, understand that we get constantly emails and texts and stuff. Oh, Mike Missinelli told said this about you. Did Mike? No, Missinelli, I don't care what he says about know, me on the air. But, it's, but, but it's, when but somebody it builds, has yeah. takes the time, see, when somebody takes the time to write me an email and explain themselves to me. I say, you know what? You're absolutely right. I was wrong here, wrong there. Or they agree with me. People disagree with me all the time. I have right. no problem with it. I always try to respond. But you never give somebody the brush off like but you I don't. But I don't say in an email, yeah, you know, Mike Missanelli, I've never really ripped him, even though he ridiculed me day after day. For what reason? I don't know. And so I, ne- I never even knew him. All right? So I just want to clear the air here, Luigi. I know you don't like this stuff. No, I'm fine with it. I'm letting We're you, fine. Ju- I'm I'm letting just, you do I'm your just, thing. Just, this is, this is you I don't want to make anybody uncomfortable. But I said this before, and I'll say, I'm not going to say it again. So I wrote back to the gentleman, who was a lawyer, by the way. Yeah, he was another lawyer. And he sent me the, the email trail of what he wrote to Mike Missinelli. And Mike Missinelli's been caught doing this before. His emails have been released. Oh, I know. He writes stuff to people, calls them names, threatens them, and then he gets away with it. If I threaten somebody, my ass will be sued, okay? If I threaten somebody on an email, you got that as, that's, that's basically the documentation that you have either as... Uh, confronted somebody, assaulted somebody, uh, uh, libeled somebody, threatened speaking somebody. Of, speaking of being an ass and libeling somebody. Yes. Uh, Not enough about the Luigi. I mean, we, can rip, we rip him every day. I mean, come on. We, <laughs> I have an update about, uh, you know, how we always talk about the, the problem with anonymous a-holes on Twitter. Well, that's what which, Twitter was. That's why God invented Twitter. Of which, that was another thing that Miss, we have. A, one of the reasons why we don't like Missinelli is because of... Well, uh, he's got he a did. lot of fake accounts now. He goes on these message boards. He's got but, his buddies going on the message boards. Right. And then writing nasty stuff about me, and I just shake my head. I don't even respond to him. But when somebody writes a letter, and there's an email chain, and he sends, he's nice enough to send it to me, and I see the things that he writes back, and is smarmy, snarky, I'm better than you... I'm rich, white, uh, privileged. I got beautiful cars, and I go to alt concerts with twenty-year-olds trying to hit up no, on while while uh, while I pretend I'm down with the. We've community. heard it all before. No, you haven't, Robin. Yes, we you have. keep your mouth shut right there. I'm gonna do a Mike <laughs> Missinelli on you. I'm gonna put you in your place. I'll put you in your place. <laughs> yeah, right. Ridiculous. But the 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 point I was trying to make was the the Twitter and anonymity. <laughs> That there is a story out there that is actually alive. really, really pathetic. And this just goes to show you how pathetic losers can just do anything. They feel like they have the right to say anything to anybody. Wait a minute, is this Twitter. breaking news? <laughs> I've been saying this forever. No, but I this said is Twitter should hold people accountable. You should be you should have yes. your real name, your real face up there. You should you should have to fall under those laws. You should be liable you should for everything it. you say on social media the same you're as not. it is. But you should be and here no is, shit, who's controlling that? Here is a who's prime, Jack. Here I is a Jack. prime example. Okay. Can I please Here's a prime example of something. So um, if you know, uh, there is a a, uh, reporter named Royce Young. Um, Didn't he play for the Sixers? Wasn't he one of the process guys? Uh, He covers the Oklahoma City Thunder. Right. So unless you're local in Oklahoma, you might not know. Although, because of his beef with Russell Westbrook, 
he might have been talked about nationally quite a bit because apparently Russell Westbrook really, really doesn't like him. Well, one of the fans commented back to him... To this guy, Royce, who covers... Right. Now, is he, is, he, is he verified? Yes. Okay. Royce, Royce is verified. Okay. Because, you know, when everybody's verified, like me, you, uh, everybody knows you're on the up and up. Except Mike Messinelli, who shouldn't be verified in anything. Of course. Exactly. But so, so this is how low people think they have the right to go on social media. So um, Royce Young and his wife were pregnant earlier. This, uh, I guess it was last year, maybe the... But they found out that the baby that she was carrying had um, an abnormality that would die very, very similar to what happened to um, your son, AJ, and his wife, Sarah, that it wasn't going to make it, uh, um, it wouldn't be alive for very long. They would have to give birth, but it wasn't going to be alive. But what they, the, it was, they were a little bit farther along than Sarah, so they were able to make the choice to actually donate the baby's organs that were viable for other children that would have died otherwise. Right. Which is neonatal organ donation is so rare. Unless you go to Planned Parenthood where they just sell the body parts well, after they kill the kid. There. But so they actually made the most difficult decision to actually carry the baby to term knowing that it was going to die so that they could donate the baby's organs. That's the background. Okay. Let me set you so up. So this is the guy who's been critical of uh, Russell, Russell Westbrook. Okay. Russell Westbrook. Because you can't criticize an athlete. Right. So what happens is that this asshole, and I'm going to say it asshole, um, who was defending Russell Westbrook, his name, uh, he went as Keith, KG Skins 25. I think that's a Mike Missinelli burner account, if I'm not mistaken. There. He goes at... I may be wrong, but I'm just going to go with Twitter, it just in case. And he goes... Don't be mad because Russ's daughters are alive, unlike yours. See, now that person, not only should they be, I'm not going to say violence, they should be not only banned, they should be ridiculed. Somebody should find out who they are and then give out. I want them doxxed. If you're going to dox politicians, dox people who do things like that on Twitter. This is the kind of thing, though, that Twitter just... uh, uh, Now... A lot of people, big name people, called this guy out, um, including um, Keith Smith and Cliff Brunt and and uh, I don't even know who these people are. All these, uh, so I mean, they're all, how do you they're know all, they're big? Are they all verified? They're people? all verified, okay. and they're probably all associated with the Thunder. And then Jorge Sedano actually did as well. George Sedano, it's is George. It, is it George? Oh, I Come thought it was Jorge. What's the matter with you? So, isn't there a Jorge Sedano though too? No, there was a Jorge Orta or George Orta. A lot of guys say Jorge. I'm, I'm getting off of this shit. For, like, I don't even want to look. Like, it so, just disgusts me. It so disgusts anyway, me it makes me want to. It makes what me ended up happening someone. is that the guy, of course, as a weasel, immediately he discontinued his count and he disappeared off the of face course, of the earth. Of course, because that's what people can do in but anonymity. The problem is, is that he can just go out and create another pussy. Exactly. That's what it is. Twitter allows you to be a pussy. It allows you to be anything you want to be because you don't have to confront anybody. Like I said, nine out of ten people wouldn't say a damn thing to anyone's face because they don't have the balls of or the course. intestinal fortitude to do that. Wait so, a minute, is this breaking news? <laughs> so anyway, I wish anyone who said anything to me on Twitter would say it to my face. I just, Robin, you're getting like this and upset. I know. I'm just what, trying what to. I'm trying to. You brought so, this up. So no, I know, but we know that. Luke. You brought we, it up, like we know that because this triggers me. I'm sorry, it, it triggers does. me. But don't you don't let it trigger you. 
It does, no. because I just can't stand people that have no accountability for anything they Nobody say has accountability, whether it's elected officials or some schmuck on Twitter. Well, then maybe we should start changing that. Well, of course we and should. maybe we start changing the rules a little bit, like making people accountable on social media by having your real name and your photograph posted like you have to. Do they do that it on Tinder? It should be like a driver's license. Do they do that on Tinder? I mean, I mean... Do they do that on Grindr? No, because we live in a free society. And the problem with Twitter and Facebook, primarily, because they're the... And Google... These are the major companies well, maybe the that don't that aren't regulated by the government. Time I don't want the government to control everything we say and do. That's why we have free speech. That's why this is the greatest place well, on earth. Some people need to be controlled. But the problem, the problem with Twitter, is that is that I didn't hit anything. I have no idea what happened there. Okay. The problem with Twitter is that you got a sanctimonious jerk off like Jack who runs it, and he plays God, and he's got people sitting in rooms that supposedly are monitoring what's on their site, determining whether or not it's hate speech or it's... Uh, and, you know, if you try to report somebody for some... Not just because I said I don't like you, you're a loser. You don't report. Now when you report... I wanted to report somebody the other day who did something really vile. And then you, you know when you go on Twitter and you hit report this, uh, report this person? They used to give you multiple options. One was, what, who was he harassing? You know, was it harassment? Is it dangerous? Hard target. They used to have a, a list right. of all the things. I think they still do. No. No? No. But now, all of a sudden, it says, do you want to block that person or mute that person? It, it, I did it the other night, and I'm looking for the list. I think it had the targeted abuse or threats. Right. All the things that would have Twitter look at it. You know, you're, you're getting flagged to see, and then they check it to see whether or not you violated their terms, right? Well, this guy, who was violating the terms, in my opinion, because Ray Charles could see that the guy was violating the terms, somehow Twitter didn't allow me to even... They just wanted me to say whether or not I wanted to block that person or mute that person. That's huh. not the point. That person should be investigated. Right. so that and they then can't you, do it to other people And as then well. you cancel their account. Now, they'll go create another one. But they don't have they don't have a way See, that's to make sure that people can't make new accounts. Well, what they need to do, rather than it being rather than an account being associated with an email address, right? Um, because more you cannot create more than one Twitter account with the same email address. But you can create another email address. You can have a hundred email addresses and just put in a hundred, which which we know people have done. But what they need to do is they need to associate it with your IP address. Exactly. So that if you're... But people not have ways to beat that, though, well, too. but that's... They did that it, when I had all these people right. that were uh, Twitter trolls, Mike Missinelli's friends who were trolling me, well, you know, when I left the business, uh, proclaiming him the new king. I don't care about him. He's the king of the world. I don't begrudge him his success. I'm just saying is people know how to go on computers right. and create fake accounts from multiple IP addresses. Correct. That, but it is a little bit more difficult. It's I mean, difficult, if you're savvy, but guess what? But you can the do people it. who are the evildoers who do this stuff, whether they're political t- trolls or whether they're just regular trolls who want to go on I and I bet you cause would trouble. cut down at least 50% of it, though. I don't know. Jack, you know, Jack is a guy who's confusing to a lot of people because people are wondering why they've been banned, why they've been shadow banned. I was banned for a birth. There's a birthday scam that people are pulling oh, yeah. on Twitter. Did you hear this one, Luigi's birthday no. scam? Let's do a birthday scam update. Not birthday sex. That's always good. Birthday scam. Apparently, if you go on particular, yeah, Twitter actually sent this out to people. Twitter support warning people not to fall for the scam. Right. So the scam is, it's your birthday, and you know what? We don't give about your birthday. Right. But when when you go on to Twitter, somebody spread out this false narrative that you can have the color changed 
on your Twitter background. Like it would give you more options. No, if it's your on your birthday, you would if you know if you put down your birthday was a certain year, right? That your if account you would automatically stand out. Your profile so that your birthday said two thousand and I think it was seven, uh, seven uh, two thousand and seven yeah, so or seventeen. It, one it, of those. If you numbers. changed it so that you showed on your Twitter profile that you you were born in the year two thousand seven, then it would give you access to all these different. But no, but the the guys was and things like the that. guys was because people love so many. They love uh, avatars and right. little, you know what do you call them? The emojis, emojis and all, and all that. that. Well, we have breaking news. Did you find the story? No, I don't mean to cut you off. I'm sorry, but we're talking about birthdays. It's pertinent. Today's Who's a fanatic's birth? birthday. Is it fanatic's birth? Not 97.5. Their oh, no, death no. day is coming pretty soon, <laughs> yeah, from what I hear. I was setting up for a joke. So <laughs> it would, Tony. it would, if you did that. I thought you found the act because well, I'm doing this yeah. from memory. No, and I'm, that's why I'm helping you because I. Remember I'm helping it, you too, Robin. It, it would, it would then give you F. So as soon as you changed it. It would open up all these new things for you. But what happens is it there it didn't, and it locks you out because Twitter has an age restriction. If you are under the age of 13, you are Hello? not allowed to be on. And Hello? as soon as you put in that date, it immediately say, and save it. Bueller. It immediately thinks that you are too young to be on Twitter, and Bueller? it locks you out. Guess who that happened to, Robin? But you didn't change your I birth know, date. But my point is... People get suckered into scams. So all these nefarious people out there find ways. You know, I, it, this isn't as bad as like identity theft, right. but it's bad. And so people and find hard. ways and they go in and they come up with a new scam. Hey, uh, you know, hey, did you know Twitter has like emojis that you can personalize? And so that when somebody hears that, they run to their friends and say, hey, did you hear about this? Yeah, so this is a scam. It, change it. So, it's, so they tell you to change your birthday so then you can personalize, get different colors right. on your, and it was all bullshit. So people were doing it thinking that they were going to get all this extra shit. And when they did it, they, they get got blocked out. out. And then how you got to put back just the way I did. Yeah, you you know how you get your account back? What they do that, Luigi? You've got to prevent, you got to present your birth certificate or a license photo ID to Twitter. I think to it's prove, two different kinds. Yeah, you, it's, like, it's like you can't, they don't want to know who, who is a citizen in this country, but Twitter wants to make sure that you send them ID to prove that you're 13. That's They did it to me. They did it to me. I was on Twitter for 10 years and then I got locked out because of a birthday violation, which I had nothing to do with. Then you well, have you to didn't, prove. You didn't actually change your date, though. Somebody claimed that you were faking, that you weren't really who I know, you said you but were. But here's the yeah. point. If you're a verified follower, you would think Twitter would say, well, wait, this person's verified. He's been a Twitter account holder since 2009, and uh, he, says he's in his, he, puts his, he says he's in his 60s. But we better make sure he sends us two forms of ID so we know he's at least 13 and has to prove it. It's like going in and buy a pack of smokes now. Yep. I go in. The, I go into a liquor store. They want my ID to prove that I'm 21. Yeah, you got to scan your ID the whole time. I, I know, and I don't have a problem with that. I don't, I, I don't have a problem. But I have a problem with when somebody, a company like Twitter, which supposedly has oversight and has all these nerds in a room, not not not, not nerds like like uh, Jervis and his buddy who were on no, there no, yesterday. Party nerds. Party nerds. Nerds who sitting in rooms making sure that nobody's violating their terms of agreement, right? Yet people violate their terms of agreement every day. And I know there's millions and millions of people, but the ones that are so blatantly violations of terms of agreement seem to be the ones who don't get caught or gets banned. That's what people get pissed off about. It's a free service. You don't have to use Twitter. You don't have to use Facebook. You know, they're mining your data. That's what it's all about. You know, Alexa, when you have her on, Keep it she's, tabs, she's hearing you all the time. But I don't care what she hears because I have nothing to hide. That's why I don't have Alexa. 
Why? Because you have, you know, I don't want to hear half the shit that's going on. That's well, you, why. I would be proud if I, if I was, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. Maybe I should get one. Get an Alexa, man. My memoirs will be good. Yeah, then, then you can go back 10 my years from now wars. and say, Alexa, <laughs> can you play, can you play can you, back my greatest hits? Yeah. And By then, the way, Rob, speaking of, mo- we got to fix the, you know like, what the Alexa pain over top be- of my bed. It's shifted completely. Oh, you know what would be fantastic? What? Is if Alexa would record couples' arguments automatically. Yeah. So that yeah, so when- you can go back. Alexa, do me a favor. When, when I, can you go back to yesterday, 3.15 p.m., when I said I wanted to have this for dinner, and you said, I don't care what we have, and I brought this home, and then she complained. Yes. And then she told me that I was... Can we go back? Yes. Alexa, wouldn't that be go awesome? Go back to the tape. Stop the tape, Alexa, right go there. Go back to the yep. tape. That would... I, I would love that, because there are so many different Doors times... Ring, doorbell. ...where I... I'll go upstairs in a minute, I would be I able good. to prove... My point. That's hilarious. Wouldn't that not be That'd awesome? Be they need to add that to it. That's why they don't have it right now. <laughs> On our Twitch stream live, uh, a guy that uh, I think I know says, Tony, you're verified? I think you're cer- certified for the nut house. Well, that goes without saying. I mean, come on now. Come on, man. You've been certifiable since, what, 1986? <laughs> somewhere around there? No, I'm talking like, go back to the 60s. No, but you've been certifiable then. All right, well, hold on. Oh, a we're second. coming, man. We're coming. I think it's the man. I think we're getting another box. Could be a pocket. Could be a package. I think it's Mr. McFeely's outside. Mr. McFeely's <laughs> outside. Special delivery. Well, Special delivery. delivery, Mr. McFeely. What do you got? Well, no, no. I, I was looking at something different. Uh, but I'm, I'm t- let's, 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 why don't we deliver uh, something on the draft for tonight? What do you got? Well, I'm delivering this. So everyone, we're going to have our draft war room. We are going to have our draft war room, but a lot of people. War Eagle will chant that. Uh, what else is war? Screaming Eagle. We only screaming Eagle. No, cabin. that's just too expensive, man. But again, Kyler Murray, quarterback Tony, supposed to go number one over to Arizona Cardinals. Arizona Cardinals. Wait, Kyler Murray's a quarterback? Are you shitting me? I'm not, no, no, Clark. But he's you know the uh, the Cardinals take Josh Rosen last year. Only been there for one season. They're already ready to move on from Josh Rosen. All I right. think this is a. I think this, or it could be a smokescreen. I think it's a smokescreen, which all these people do to try to make it look like if they get it right, people will know. If they get it wrong, nobody will look, care. The Cardinals. Right? The Cardinals. You trade Josh Rosen now. You get pennies on a dollar for a guy you took in the first round last year. It's hard to give up on a guy in his second year that you're going to take. I mean, you're going you're to have to take another quarterback already. I don't think the Cardinals are going to take him. I don't think the Cardinals are taking Nick Bosa either. He's a racist. He is a racist. He won't play well in San Francisco. Well, you know why he's a racist? Poor K. Nick Bosa. Remember, we saw the Bosa brothers when we were down in the, the Super Bowl in a, in, a, in a bar where nobody cared about them. Yeah. And they're two of the best defensive ones. They were in a Buffalo in the Wild Wings when Nick yeah. Bosa and Joey Bosa came walking at the same time. Yeah. We were like, I, I couldn't even tell. They had a Boda box, though, so you knew something was wrong and they weren't anticipating the making it. Boda box isn't bad. The old Vines Inn is pretty good, to be honest with you. <laughs> Stay away from the Malbec. That's not that good. Um, but I think, I, think the, I think the Cardinals stay put with this pick, though. I think they go Quinton Williams, defensive lineman, Tony, out of Alabama. Wait a minute. Are we boy. doing a mock draft no, no, on the I'm air here? That, I'm saying that's going to be the hell's my, the matter with no, you? No, I'm saying that's going to be my Get number one pick. I'm going to go against it because Kyler Murray's minus 2,000 to be taken with the number one pick by the Arizona Cardinals. Because there's betting odds on this. Of course there are. So there's betting odds on everything, man. I'm not. I'm, I'm going away from the trend. I'm not, take, I'm not saying they go Bosa, and I'm not saying they go Kyler Murray. I'm saying they stay put and take Williams, a defensive lineman, to help on the defensive end of the ball. That, that, that's what I'm saying. If that happens, guess where I think Kyler Murray's going to go? And this is what's going to be interesting, Tony. To the Oakland Raiders at number four. Because John Gruden, I don't think, believes in Derek Carr. And I think John Gruden's going to have a chance to take Kyler Murray, have his own pers- have his own quarterback that he selects in a brand new stadium with his brand new shiny quarterback in Las Vegas. That's what I think. Ladies and gentlemen, Luigi Curto breaking it down. And as Harry Mays, if he were here right now, and he should be out, soon... Right? Get out. People get are saying, out. Get, now again, 
Why? Because that because I'm not going with lockstep what's in the draft. I'm telling you my opinion on what's That's, going to happen. I, I have no problem. You give me your opinion. You could be right. That's it. That's but all I'm saying. Chances are, like everybody, like every other Tom, Dick, and Harry, like coaches and professional scouts, this is a crap. It's fun to do this yes. because it's a crapshoot. But if you're right, then you can brag. I got it right, but no, but nobody's right. The people who study this twenty four seven and come They're up with right. fifteen mock drafts. Now, Tony, I know you you were saying before that you know. Except not, me, I've been right more right. than most other slap this whole thing. We're not going to break down one to thirty two. But then why are you doing it? Because, then? No, no, I'm just saying. But it is kind of our it is kind of our <laughs> job to know these things and be up on it. So I'm I did do some homework. I have studied some of these guys. I have just, too. For my own two cents, I'm not going one to thirty two. I just gave can you, you give my, me the second round? Who do you have like at the fiftieth? I will give you my complete second, second round. round later on tonight. Right. I, will, I will I will unsheath that. I just wanted to give for what was going on for our top four because we're a Mount Rushmore type of program. So my top four, what was going to happen there was I didn't think Kyler Murray, who was a consensus number one, is going to end up going there. I think it is a smokescreen by Arizona. And I think he's going to dip down to number four. And at that point, John Gruden's not going to be able to resist and he's going to take Kyler Murray with the fourth pick. All right, you could and be right. And if I'm wrong, it's fine. But I'm just if you're wrong, I'm, I'm going to have to rip you. I'm sorry, man. That's how it works in this world. You can. I got the bump, bump, the bump on my phone anytime you need to, brother. I got it right here. Funk and fun, it's the action, yo, says Scrapple Joe. That's right. This draft is actually harder than the election because everybody got that wrong, too. Right? Every, did every, didn't everybody get it wrong the 2016 election? Oh, yeah, that was We fun. can't get an election, right? How are we going to get a draft with 32 people? I have a clip I could play for Pretty much. Exactly. By the way, uh, I hate to do this because you know I hate to play. And by the way, Squirrel Cam is still active. One of the squirrels right now, if you're not uh, watching live, on Twitch.tv, Bruno Nation Live. Now they're a little active. They seem perky. Are they perky? Like they're well, they're, they're they feel they look safe and happy, right? Do they feel? Do you think they feel threatened or no? You think they think well, we're going to boil the, them in oil later this is the on? Thing. I just want to remind: as cute as these little guys are, they do not make no. They're, they're they not will for not pets. be our pets. They're so much happier outside. Um, well, who is only, it? The you only cash reason, me outside. I mean, how about, how about that? that? I, and I want to remind people, please. Do Spay not, and neuter your even, uh, your Even squirrels. if you <laughs> see a little baby squirrel out there, don't immediately pick it up. We did not immediately pick it up. The we only, are trained professionals. The only reason we have them right now is because they came up to humans and were crawling up a human's leg, yep. which is normally the sign that um, they have been abandoned, they are starving, and they are desperate. Yes, and, and that's so what that's we did. how come they they come up to humans normally. Now, when I have like uh, there's some of the Friday nights here on East Pass Yonk Avenue in South Philly. Well, I'll have a very, very intoxicated woman crawling up my leg looking for a place to stay. And what do I do as a compassionate human? I welcome her into the home. But I make her throw up on the sidewalk first, clean up a little bit, and then welcome her in. Of course. Right, Robin? Isn't now, that how we go? You were yes. talking about not even being able to predict that 2017 election. Right. All right. Now, 16. I, it's 2016. I don't know if you've ever seen the, the Dave Chappelle Saturday Night Live clip about predicting the election and how it went terribly, terribly wrong and yes. how people were just going, what the hell is going on here? But I have this audio. It's fan. It's five minutes long, but it's fantastic. It's one of the greatest things ever played. Okay, can we hear it? Can is we hear? It, can who we is hear it? it? It's Dave Chappelle on Saturday Night Live. So we don't have to see it. We just have to listen. We just have to listen to it. All right, let's go it's to Dave. Good. I it's love good. Dave Chappelle. This is, this is this is when you were saying to people that predicted thinking they're going to know what's going to happen, and then th- something goes terribly, terribly wrong. Uh, Dave Chappelle now all of a sudden is not this cool anymore. Is election night in America? I can't believe after all this, it's going to finally be over. I don't know. We'll see. Trump's already got lawyers to fight the results. Okay, don't even joke about that or I will leave. Guys, we're about to have our first woman president. Like, this is going to be a historic night. Yeah, 
Yeah, it might be a historic night, but just don't forget, it's a big country. 6.30 p.m. now. How long is this? My friend at the Huffington Post says she wins by five points. Oh, I don't know. My friend at Slate says she'll win by three. <laughs> oh, well, she'll definitely win the Electoral College, for sure. But I guess there's, like, a nightmare scenario where he wins the popular vote. Really? That's your nightmare scenario, huh? Because of shifting demographics, there might never be another Republican president in this country. Word. <laughs> you ever been around this country before? This is and now 7 p.m. Kentucky will go to Donald Trump. Yeah, well, of course he won Kentucky. I mean, that's where all the racists are. <laughs> all of them are in Kentucky? Oh, you know, she got Vermont. Oh, snap, Vermont! <laughs> Three electoral votes. Now, that's a power grab. Now it's 7.30 p.m. Okay, this says Florida is too close to call. Okay, no, no, it says too early to call. There's only 1% in. You know what, I'm gonna go ahead and call it. Florida's going blue to Latinos. To Latinos! <laughs> Well, of course he's gonna win Ohio, we knew that, but if we can get Pennsylvania, Florida, and North Carolina, we don't even need Ohio. Yeah, and if the Indians had having four more runs, uh, they would want a World Series too, dude. I'm gonna grab a Xanax from the bedroom. Okay, well, you grab me six. Yeah, I'm just gonna bring the whole bottle. How's that? Look, early returns are always gonna be Republican because Republicans go to sleep early. That's just a fact. Um, I just talked to my brother-in-law at CBS. He says Trump's gonna win Florida. Well, uh, I guess that the, the Latinos didn't hear about your toast. <laughs> hey, guys, what'd I miss? It's Chris Rock just walked in. Oh, all right, right? I don't remember the segment, but it's good. Chris Rock in the house. I saw this one. Oh, uh, it's exactly. I mean, of course. I, what are you talking about? I tried to tell him there. What is happening? Why are women even voting for him? Yeah, I, I don't get you ladies. I mean, the country's 55% women. I mean, if the country was 55% black, well, we'd have tons of black presidents. I mean, Flavor Flav would be president. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all she has to do is come back and win Wisconsin, come back and win Michigan, come back and win uh, Pennsylvania. And some of the counties are, the, the urban counties are, they're so, black people vote late. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's hope there's a hundred thousand of us in Green Bay. Brothers <laughs> 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 love the Packers. <laughs> you never know, guys. Alaska's still out there. We're now calling Alaska for Donald Trump. Oh, my God. I think America is racist. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, I remember my great-grandfather told me something like that. But, you know, he was like a slave or something. I, I just, I can't believe it. Like, why aren't people turning out for Hillary the way they did for Barack Obama? I mean, maybe because you're replacing a charismatic 40-year-old black guy with a 70-year-old white woman. I mean, that's like the Knicks replacing Patrick Ewan with Neil Patrick Harris. 
Donald Trump has been elected President of the United States. Yeah, you guys are right. It's a historic night. Don't worry about it. Eight years are gonna fly by. <laughs> yeah, don't worry. It's gonna be all white. <laughs> what about undocumented immigrants? Oh, they're not going nowhere. Come on, man. You act like everybody trying to pick their own strawberries. <laughs> I mean, do you even know what it's like to be a woman in this country where you can't get ahead no matter what you do? Oh, jeez, I don't know. Let me put my thinking cap on on that one. I'll get back. <laughs> now, come on, guys. Get some rest. You got a lot of big day. You got a big day of moping and writing on Facebook tomorrow. God, this is the most shameful thing America has ever done. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's go. when things really don't go as playing. You're sitting there watching the draft going, well, they're starting to slide. And now there's a chance to get this guy. There's a chance to get that guy. But the difference between that and election now, and that's hilarious, and I love both Chris how Rock. Great, how great so was that? Dave, Dave Chappelle, Chappelle, I mean, this is one of the reasons why Dave Chappelle got out of comedy for such a long time was because he said that he couldn't do comedy. Exactly. People would rip That him. stuff's funny, this but is... but there will be people who will perceive that bit as funny as it was right. as, oh, wait a minute. Dave Chappelle is pro-Trump? Chris Rock's a black man. What's he doing even mentioning Trump? Yeah. And that's the problem with the country. But that was funny stuff. It was real good. I the, the squirrels even. The squirrels, I, I think that soothed them now. Are yeah. they sleeping now? Yep. They're, How they're about the squirrels? Curling in. As soon as they start to get active again, they're going to be hungry. Riddle's down here tonight, too. Is Riddle? Yeah, look. Riddle's sleeping over there. Can we get a little shot of Riddle? Just show you how animals love one another. And that we always think that they're like animals and they want to kill one another. No, that's just American and human animals. Real animals don't really hate one another. Unless they're in the jungle and they're hungry and of course. there's an antelope running by and you're a lion. You know, you got to eat. Hoes got to eat too, you know what I mean? I got tickets for a nice Phillies game. I can't even give them away. You do? Yeah, I'm trying to give them away. Now they're back home in the long homestand. Is it Dollar Dog Night? No, That's just... next week. There's Dollar Dog That's again. Right. I'll be back for that. But they're, uh, they're here just for the Marlins. The Florida Marlenzos? Mm -hmm. Nothing cures a losing streak like the Florida Marlins going wow. down. Did you see the crowd for the Kansas City Royals-Tampa Bay Rays game last night? I did not catch that. So I knew everybody in the stadium, all did 12 really of them. Yeah, they, they, a lot of good friends down there. They make the drive over down from, from uh, Rocco Tampa. Rocco Baldelli in the house? Rocco Baldelli was in the house, Joe. Speaking of Rocco Baldelli and former Yankee greats, or okay. Yank Me greats, I'm sorry. i got to correct myself every time I say Yankees. It's Yank Me's. That's okay. The Miami Marlins have already fired their hitting coach. Already. And you know who and that was last week. You know who their manager is, Don Mattingly, sure. right? He was a Yankee and then the Dodger manager. The you know who he hired as his hitting coach, but he's now gone? Who? Mike Pagliarulo. No way. Another former Yankee great. He's already fired his hitting coach. Well, they're not hitting. So. Mikey Pags, you're out of here, brah. Jesus, man. Man, that's that's disrespect. Does it really matter who the hitting coach is in Miami right now? No. Is it the hitting coach's fault that they suck and they don't have anybody who's good? I think the hitting coach in baseball is completely stupid to begin with. No, you got to have it. No, coach. these guys aren't paying attention. Listen, listen. These well, guys, wait a minute. These guys are going to do what they did that got them here to the show. So then got, like Tiger Woods doesn't need like a no, swing that's coach. Different. Or, that's different. Uh, what's the difference? Because Tiger Woods was the greatest golfer on earth for a long Tiger time. Tiger will listen. You sure? Baseball players are, listen, they're going to turn around and go, listen, I know what got me here. I'm gonna do what got me here. You weren't here to, to coach me when I, when I was coming up here trying to from triple A or whatever single A, double A, triple A to make a leap to MLB. Whatever it is, I'll work it out. I'll fix it. 
That's Mi- it. Hitting coaches don't do it. They sit, they sit in a cage and go, eh, I look good. I'll just go rip there. Yeah, I'll just go rip. I'll just go rip there. <laughs> but they're, they're not. They're not going to say, yeah, yeah, it's a nice, nice swing. They're going to correct stuff. Everybody has coaches. Except you. And You're the listen. only guy that doesn't take coaching. I have a coach. Ridiculous, man. My coach sucks. <laughs> there you go. But you know who, did you, did you see the guy who needed a little bit of coaching that was watching the, um, what, he was watching the Maple Leafs game? Did no. you hear about that? No. So I guess there was this guy that was in the audience. That, you mean in the in stands? Audience. In the, in the stands. One out of the was he a patron or just a redneck? No, uh, he was just a fan. He was just a fan that was... Drunk Canadian or Boston? He wasn't uh, even drunk, but he was sitting... I guess he's tall. Right. And he was sitting so that his head was in front of the camera. And so... Behind a bench or on the side glass along the boards down no, at the bottom? No, it was kind of We need specifics, all right? It was kind of up high, but it was only for the U.S. fans because it was whoever was carrying the U.S. feed. Yeah, NBC Sports. NBC Sports yeah. had their camera in a certain location and his head was silhouetted and it was during the pertinent points of the game, right at the end. So the Canadian fans saw everything clean, but the U.S. fans saw the game with a silhouetted... Head, the back. Well, of where was head. the head? Up here, where? What part of the rink was it? Behind the net? Or was it behind the bench? I mean, I'm trying to visual because it's all about visual. We don't have the picture. Let me let because I didn't see this up, particular one. Let me pull up the video so that you can actually see it and see if I can explain. By the way, our friend Brian, Brian Baird, Pat and Andy says, "Are you kidding? We have a lot of squirrels, and the cat next door is always on the prowl. No doubt about it. Like our cat, who's sleeping right next to the baby right. squirrels now. We have a cat door." In our backyard, and they go in and out. And there's squirrels and birds. They're not obviously they can't get them because they're really high. And even though cats can climb, there's nothing. We make sure that there's no way they can climb up and go over the fence into the alley. You got to keep them right out the alley. But here's Riddle, who's probably the he'll find an insect in the middle of the night in total darkness, mm-hmm. and he'll bring it up to you because that's what cats do. They don't. They're not really trying to kill things. They just chase them because that's their instinct. Well, they no, some cats will because Yeah, they... but accidentally, though. They're not, like, trying to rip it apart unless they're an alley cat and they have no food and they're hungry. No, my... Like I had cats that were allowed outside as well. They weren't alley cats. They got fed on a regular basis, but they figured out how much fun it was to actually kill and eat Well, I, I don't think their initial intent, especially if they're a house cat, and a lot of people let their house cats... Our cats don't go out no, because they, they would roam away and somebody would pick them up. And, well, you uh, can't have outdoor cats in no, the city. And, and you shouldn't. You shouldn't have outdoor dogs in the city because yeah. there's no place for them to go. But anyway, so cats, unless you're a wild animal cat in the, in the mountains right. of the Andes and you're looking for food, they know that that's their food source. Right. But, but a house cat instinct. that gets fed, even if there's something in the house, say something like mice come into many homes right. in the winter the, for, the for warmth and water. The to still try to catch it. They yeah, just, they catch it, but they're, they're not trying. My, my cats right. killed my, I had a parrot. Mm-hmm. When I lived in, in Lower Gwen, and a friend of mine gave me his parrot. He couldn't take care of it anymore. I had it in a cage, and I was away for a day. Not even a day, a couple hours. I come back. The, 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 uh, the, the birds, the cat jumped up and hit the cage, yeah. and it fell over. The bird escaped, but the cat was playing with it and keep, kept grabbing it as it tried to get away, and it didn't have a cage to go back into. And eventually, the, cat, the, the cats yeah. accidentally killed it. They didn't rip it apart. Yep. They were just playing with it. Like because it was fun. Yeah, when the unfortunately when when the animal dies, they just go, oh, the batteries ran out. You know, they exactly. they don't get it. Here's Tony so when he I got have... home and saw his bird. Ah, 
Why you mother? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was much worse than that. So, Robin, so, you have it now. I actually have it, and I'll just let I'll I'll let this. <laughs> this is uh, is it video? There's video, and this is a um. I think this is a Canadian uh, TV news show that is going to explain it better than I okay, could. Okay, let's go to the tape. <laughs> But the thing that's really funny is that they made memes out of it afterwards. Well, well who doesn't? I mean, what else is the, what, why else do we watch anything anymore? So this is the game. Oh, man, was it a great last few minutes. Game six, Sunday, Leafs, Bruins, Leafs battling to tie the game, win the series. Well, you know, of course, we're heading to game seven, so they didn't. And that's what you were seeing if you were watching on CBC television, Canadians glued to their screens. But there's a funny thing that happened for fans watching the game in the United States on the NBC network. Uh, their view was obscured by something like this. <laughs> this is our shot, of course. There I am. I'm ducking around. Leafs head fan. The whole person in with me in studio, Scott. I Thanks for coming in. Now, I would normally say Scott Blank. Why are we just calling you Scott? Tell me what's happened since Sunday. Uh, well, the way I found out on, about this, I looked on my Instagram. And it, was on my, it was on my Instagram story of uh, one of my favorite podcasts, and they posted off with his head. No way. Mm. Threats because Couple of threats. this. <laughs> okay, well, we're going to call this up so that people who didn't see it, of course, because we didn't see it in Canada, this is what happened throughout that dramatic third period. Uh, that's you. That's me. What happened? Um, I was just, <laughs> I, I was two rows in front of the cameraman, and, yep. there, were, and there were no, uh, there were no, no people behind me. And so I was you just, weren't on I was a box, you're just standing I was there? Just, I was just in my seat, and actually everybody was standing. Everybody, you can see everybody in front of me was okay. standing, but I didn't know that I was, that my head was in the middle of the TV. Okay, look, so. you're, you're a tall guy, but you're not like crazy tall. Not like six foot nine. <laughs> no. <laughs> but what happened was, I mean, we learned subsequently from NBC, they were having some technical issues, mm -hmm. and their, norma cam their normal camera, camera was down. They were picking up a replacement camera, which happened to have your head in the middle. Mm -hmm. So fans watching the game kept writing all these crazy notes about get rid of the Leafs head guy. About. The guy with the with the massive head. It was the, but it wasn't that. Hey, shut the Oh man, Hedovision, most hated head, uh, you know, Leafs fan ever. It's bad head too, by Somebody the way. Somebody let giraffes into the Leafs game. Oh man. <laughs> now, are you oblivious to all of this as the game's going on, yeah, or is anybody completely. tweeting you and saying no they're idea. talking about you? No idea. No idea. How did you find out that? this was going on. Next day I looked on Instagram and I was at the top of my feed. Okay. And I, I sent the photo to, to my girlfriend and I said, kind of looks like it might be my guy? head. And she said that it looked like my ears. And then uh -huh. that was when we realized that it was me. It was in fact you. Yeah. So you got some nasty, there were some nasty notes going on initially. And mm -hmm. then some very clever people turned it into some really fun memes. Can we look at those together? Absolutely. Okay, let's look let's at, let's look, bring in some of them. This is The funny. first one we had a sneak peek of. <laughs> this is the black hole. 
do you have the a, black hole. Okay. Do you some of these are your favorites too? You've seen these, right? Mm -hmm. All right. I let's haven't look seen at, the black hole one. That one was the first one. Okay, black hole. This is um, Lyndon Johnson signing a voting rights legislation in 1965. Oh. <laughs> Nobody in the way here. It's a good view. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What else? Oh, <laughs> you know what this is? Yeah, the number one, the number one pick in the draft for the draft lottery. Yeah, blocked by you. Blocked in the way. <laughs> okay. Oh, end of the war. The kiss. The kiss. Great celebration. Is this camera on me? <laughs> Apparently. You've got a good sense of humor. <laughs> uh, oh, this is a good one. The man on the moon. Uh -huh. First man on the moon. Uh-huh. Golden goal. Uh, a golden goal. <laughs> and... The last oh, the last supper. That's funny. <laughs> We're appreciating it here in the studio audience. And you are, too. You're smiling. You're taking it in stride. Yeah, absolutely. Except that people take this stuff seriously. Can you... It's unbelievable. They hate the head guy. Well, even Rob. They blocked Jesus in the Last Supper. That That's the great, most. Though. Is this camera on me? Apparently. <laughs> so even Rob Lowe, actor Rob Lowe, apparently was talking about, hey, who's the guy with the head? <sighs> hate funny. the head guy now is the new hate the face guy. Yep. Yeah, but how do you do it? This is NBC. Maybe somebody was, maybe it was a protest aimed at NBC Comcast Universal. And somebody stole their camera like they stole the statue of Kate Smith. And made it a big deal. It's all a huge conspiracy. And then Tony. so CBC in ah. Canada, a eh? no doubt about it. There's the no Boot doubt it. about it that this situation is obviously a conspiracy against Comcast to protest how an American team was being anti-American by disrespecting the Canadian flag, eh? And disrespecting them playing O Canada, which now I believe has been deemed racist. If you look deeper into the origins of O Canada, I'm sure somewhere, somewhere o deep inside, Canada. up in the Canadian Yukon, uh, maybe up with the uh, Yukon Joe or Yukon Gold Potatoes, if you look inside of a Yukon Gold Potato. Or, or a bottle of Yukon Jack. Oh, oh, anything, yeah. anything in Canada, you just go up there and roam around, walk around, just go up to Calgary. Walk around, walk around. Go okay. up to the Calgary Stampede. Maple I'm sure syrup. if you look there. Go up to uh, Toronto, eh? Where the Maple Leafs lost. The other thing is that people didn't see the video. The dude was wearing a James Van Riemsdyk like, Toronto say, yeah. Maple Leafs sweater, eh? And of course, the Flyers picked him up back from the Toronto Maple Leafs. And the dude's wearing a Van so Riemsdyk. That's a violation. Guys That's a total team. violation. Ridiculous. <laughs> no doubt about it. <laughs> no doubt about it. No. Now, no, CSM. No, uh, no it's not. Uh, Trapple, Scrapple Joe nails it. No doubt about it. A boat it. Yeah, don't a boat. And if you say it right, that's exactly how it translates. No, don't a boat it. Now, right? Cam, Doesn't that sound Canadian? No, don't a boat no, it. CSMC29 asks, who's the last team from Canada to win the cup? The Montreal Canadiens. We broke this down the other night. That's why this show is here. You think we're just some stupid guys who don't know shit about sports? This is what happens if you uh, miss a show, CSM. You need to listen and watch every single. That's why when I said the other night, when the Maple show. Leafs who blew the opportunity to put that series away, and it went back to Boston for Game Seven, and when they were eliminated, the Montreal Canadiens were popping champagne corks somewhere in Montreal, eh? The Habs were having it. The Habitants, they were out there, sort of like the Miami Dolphins do. You know, they pop the cork whenever every a team loses a game and doesn't finish. And I like defeat. that too because they screw it. I want to be the last undefeated one. You're even, damn right. Even though technically the Patriots, I mean. Okay. I know they lost Super and Bowl. so that that continued the streak. And this is why I said this. To, weren't you paying attention the other day, Robin? I would no CSM wasn't. I, I said would, the last team. He had so a that, meeting, that continued the streak. 
when the, the Maple Leafs lost, of Canada not having won a Stanley Cup in 26 years. Sheesh. I get the Flyers not winning in 50. I get the Rangers not winning since 1950 to 93, and then they won again. But when you're Canada, and that's you your sport, you would, that would be like the U.S. losing to some Russian team in the 1972 Olympics. Something oh, that's like, right. That right, did happen, Tony. I was going to say that. And you know what? Because of a stinking, crooked referee, we got jobbed, and Doug Collins, who was on that team, is still visibly shaken. He got so angry at that loss by the U.S. basketball team against the Russians in the 72 Olympics that his hair got curly. It was Jesus. a white dude with straight hair. And Went it, curly. And, was, and he, became, he got a perm as a result of it. That's how his head blew up. Speaking of my head blowing up, I'm waiting for this phone to blow up. Is Harry calling in or no? So that's not, where did he go to the bank? Deutsche Bank in Switzerland. No, exactly. so this is what, he he went to the bank and he's opening up a new LLC account and he says that it's taking longer than that's the mortgage. Bullshit. An LLC account. What does he do? Well, he's you know he's starting his own company. He's working for himself. Anybody I can get your LLC on Google in two seconds. So he, I'm an LLC. So I'm LCC actually. I told I'm an I wrote, XL right now. I want to get down to a nice. Uh, Snug fit L like again. L, like yeah. L. I wrote I wrote him back saying, Tony says that's an outrage. You should come on for five minutes while opening the count. Get out. Get out. You tell the people in the bank. No, what you do now is you you say, All right, everybody, stop right now. Right, stop what you're doing. Don't hit the emergency button behind the, the, right. the, the teller window there. This is not a robbery. I need to get I need well, to put this on hold. With all due respect, if you go into a bank and go, I need everyone's attention for a second, you may not get Everybody, the reaction you're hoping yeah, for. Okay? Everybody's and, just gonna hit be, the floor. E- 